Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. What's going on? What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Uh, but first, Kamara's going to read off the new patrons. My favorite time of the week there, Maddie. Thanks for the throwover. Uh, this week, we got a lot of patrons, actually. Just when you think it's going Did down. Did we get a man. lot? A lot than the weeks when we have none. <laughs> a lot okay. more. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it's all about perspective, right? Yeah. yeah. Mr. Pinker told us that. Um, big shout out to Jesse Talbot Harvey. Love three names. Gotta love the, you gotta love the hyphenated name. Thanks, Jesse. Much love, Jesse. Simon and I both looked to the like for the camera there to say thank you and realized that twas not. Kamar, do you have another name to give out? Or <laughs> yes, are you gonna thank I, Jesse too, or are you just gonna oh, say well, his name? I think it first, but okay. I said uh, also thank you to Daniel Bowen. Hey, what across up, Daniel? the pond. Much love. Thanks, Daniel. He like changed his pledge like 80 times. I, I wanna know what happened there. I saw that, yeah. He had like a like a buyer's remorse. Like conscious, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what? It's too much. No, no. I went with it first. I have to stick with it. <laughs> I just went to the camera. Thank you so much, Daniel. Yeah. Daniel, we love you. Much time. love. Much love. <laughs> and that's why I would almost read his name three times, but I won't. Um, and a new page on late breaking. Abel Pena. 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 I believe it's Pena. But... Well, I, I, you're probably right, but I thought it would have that little... I don't think it's El tough Nino, to type that in. <laughs> I gotcha. Is it? You can get like a Spanish keyboard. Pena. I guess, yeah. You can get a French keyboard and put the accent they use. Read it. What His email leads me to believe it's Pena. Okay. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I mean, Abel doesn't seem like a very um It's very Spanish. biblical. That's very Spanish. Very Abel? biblical. Yeah. Abel. Is, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. There's a lot of Abel. Like I've heard a lot of Catholics Maybe a lot there's of a Jews. ton of Catholics in Mexico. Trust me, there's a lot of Abel. Tru- I, don't you think it there's would a have UFC a fighter named Abel Trujillo? Don't you think it would have okay. a different name, like uh, Able? You think or, it's Pina? Okay, well, it's like Angel. Their name is still Angel, right? You're not like, well, his name is an Angel. It's Angel. In any event, thank you to all the new patrons and all the old patrons and all the patrons that left us. Anyone who's been a patron, specifically, other listeners. Whatever. Simon, for the record, too, Caitlin wrote in and said this week she went to get gas, and an old man, while she was in line paying for her gas, an old man barged in, passed her in line, and proceeded to take 25 minutes hand-picking, like, $150 worth of lottery tickets. Oh, well, that's unacceptable. <laughs> well, even, even I was like, that's egregious. I was fine. My whole thing was I was fine with the... The quick in and out wave of the twenty. I'm I'm okay with well, that. That's, it starts with that, and it ends with him cutting in. And I see. You see? This is the had, beginning of the end of society. She, can't give she had inch. a matrix moment. I guess she did have a matrix moment. Simon's yeah. matrix moment. We willed her into an extra long wait at the fucking gas station. Um, come on, how was your week? Uh, it was a cool week. Uh, I just want to say thank you to all the listeners that uh, sent in their uh, Spotify year end playlists. 
Oh, the wrap sometimes, up. Sometimes the wrap it's concerning that I was listening to this for 6,000 minutes, but uh, that's super cool that you're out there doing it. Um, I did a couple of shows this week. Thank you to everyone that came out. It was a lot of fun. How'd it go? How'd it go, Kamar? Did you the, do well? The Tuesday night, I was like, where's HBO? <laughs> like, this guy is too where's funny HBO? for his own good. You? You're and sometimes after yes. the show, people don't help. Oh, because they're stroking your ego. You had a few drinks. And you're like, okay, enough, enough, enough. I know I was the funniest guy on the show, but like, let's get real here. But there was like 120 people on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, there was 50 people. And no one did good. Well, I don't know if no one did good, but just the, the, the sonic pop and everything is so different. You're like, what just happened there? You know what I mean? But yeah. Anyways, and then I went down to uh, Toronto. How was that? And no snow. As you know. Once you get to Kingston, there's no snow. No, but it's weird because this week it did snow in Toronto when it didn't snow here. But then it there. goes away quick, yeah. It doesn't stay there at all. But I did uh, I did uh, mushrooms last night and did the... Uh, Hero's dose or just a little bit? No, like, like a gram. Two, two grams. Oh, two grams. tea is... or whatever. But tried the um, Wizard of Oz with the Pink Floyd. And? I, I, I don't... Because we were both... Laughing like, is this just because we're on mushrooms that it's like weird, or is it actually if you're completely sober? I mean, were you both naked, or was it like was that making it weird too? Or clothes? But um, that's a messed up movie. So it might have just been the I don't know the last time you saw it, Wizard of Oz. A long time. I watch it all the time. You do watch all the time. Well, my kid, my daughter used to really like it. So so. like when they get to Oz, and they hop on that horse, and the horse starts changing color. Okay. It just that's just like what the hell's going well, on? Well, it changing to color was a huge deal in 1939. Well, I think that was the first color movie, wasn't it? Oh, Gone with the Wind, I believe, was the first. But okay, anyways, this was like a huge deal. It was a yeah. huge deal, and it, and 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 it's it's really actually well done. Even if you don't listen to the movie at all and you're just hearing the, the Pink Floyd. Why did you decide to do this? That seems like don't, such a rant. It seems like a very young thing to want to do. Does Pink Floyd run the whole length of the film well, or do you have I to did, restart it? This called The Dark Side of Oz. and It can't run the whole. The movie is like two oh, this plus is, hours. Well, this okay, is well, I'm asking thing. a rhetorical I just, question. I, just I want the answer for said it. The Dark Side of Oz and played it. And I, an hour in, we were like, I think they're just playing the same music over it again. But... You're tripping out so you don't know. It it was interesting. But then I put on M83. Do you know them? Yeah. They're crazy. Outro. Their their music is crazy. They have like the most cinematic Red Bull. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And they're all playing instruments. It's not like techno. I think it's the guys from Justice, some of them, isn't it? Well, they're French, so Justice from France. But I I put that on just as a come and just tripped out even crazier because their show is watch it like it's it really is amazing and then i was like oh this is enough put on tame impala tame impala tame impala yeah from australia Can it's I? crazy you must watch there i feel like this is the mushrooms talking yeah, to us right absolutely anyone if you ha- if you have youtube without ads because that's the key because if you have ads it's going to interrupt it just the kills your vibe yeah kills the vibe i don't have ads i dare anyone to watch their show uh, it's Glastonbury 2019 and be like, you know how people always say music sucks? Who says that? Well, people people who don't like all the rap music or everything that's going on right now, like music just not, this music is insane. For mushrooms, maybe. but mm-hmm. the action, I like Tame Impala. How, I like M83. How they um, curate the whole thing and figure out the the visual show 
and they must be in charge of whoever films it and edits it because it seems like the craziest music video of all time. So uh, anyone out there, you're feeling down. He's doing it again, looking at the camera. And then uh, have you guys watched Mark Norman special? Not Mark Norman special, no. It might be the mushrooms again, but... I did, yeah. There's a point where he's just... Like, I was laughing so hard, you know, like, yeah, you can't... Yeah, breathe. yeah. Like, that was the mushrooms talking for sure. But Probably that's great. Because he doesn't do any act outs or anything. It's all just jokes. Yeah. And he's sort of annoying, but so funny. Then I came back. This is all the mushrooms. <laughs> I came all back like uh, 10 minutes ago. But those are my recommendations. You came back from your mushroom trip 10 minutes no, ago? No, from Toronto. The mushroom trip, he came back from hours before that. And another thing, I don't know if you guys know, but public transportation auto is free for the whole month. You guys have never been on the O train? I've been on the O train. You have? Yeah, of course. Not the new one, no. But I grew up in South Keys, don't forget. But you've never... Or not grew up. never seen like the station at Rito Center stuff? Never. I suggest you do it. Like, even for how dysfunctional it is... It's still like, whoa, this is kind of cool. Absolutely it's been in operation. It's, been in, it's been in operation for one year and they've already had a derailment. So I don't know if I'm like uh, No, I think they have multiple derailments <laughs> and they had a avalanche at the Carling station. And nice. there's just no way the Ottawa fucking O train is impressive. I this is one thousand percent you were still tripping out on mushrooms. What he's saying is it's the future. It's of interesting to grow up in the city with nothing and then now to see an underground rail. I know what he's saying. Our second guest talks about underground cities and whatnot. Yeah. Wasn't he the third guest? A Rito Center, you're like I think you're like ten no, stories second. down. Ten stories. You have to take two, three huge escalators to get back to street level. It's really like Anyways, you're not going to do it, but if well, there's time, it's free, so you can just get on and get off. I'm pretty sure the uh, the metro in Moscow is like 10 tracks deep. Oh, yeah, and the tube in London. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying this Grand is Central, a, too. This Grand is a, Central's this like five is, levels, I think. Of, the uh, metro in Paris fucking rolls right into the Louvre, like underneath. Yeah, that's that's, that's yeah. impressive. Rolling underneath the fucking Rideau Center. Wah. Wow. Our, our O train is not impressive, but for Ottawa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. You got to see it and then tell me, hey, big deal. After doing mushrooms, I remember that feeling where everything just feels um, really impactful. Yeah. So I, I see I, that's what happened. I felt to that you way on my way there when I wasn't on mushrooms. Mm. But for sure, it was an amazing experience. Tea is the best way to go. I don't know. I, I microdose these gummies. They're pretty good. Well, no, that's next level. I mean, chocolate covered mushrooms is the best way yeah. to go. But if you don't have that, because I think tea hits a bit faster, doesn't last as long, mm -hmm. it hits a bit stronger. And it's I just love the D I love like the DVD vision you get you on like, like a good a trip of mushrooms. Yeah. 4K. Exactly. Sorry, DVD. That's me. That's my forty-year-old ass. Blue it's ray. like Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's like when there's an eclipse. Have you ever? Looked at a shadow during an eclipse. No. Like your own shadow. No, it just looks super sharp. It's ridiculous. Like the whole crisp, world crisp, seems crisp. so crisp. And that's what a good mushroom trip feels mm -hmm, like. Yeah. The whole world just feels like when you look down from an eclipse. Twilight and dawn, you sort of get that feel too. Anyways. You know, you know you've had a great mushroom trip when the next day your face is so fucking sore yeah. from like smiling. Yeah. I found that always like the next day I was like, holy fuck, my mouth is just like. I was watching the MA3 and I thought. I was getting attacked. <laughs> there was sound because it's such stereo sound. Like, yeah, they're so crazy. Anyways, I, I recommend anyone do that and tell me otherwise. It's really good. 
Simon? I think they're my favorite band. I know you got some uh, M one eighty M eighty three. It sounds like a gang. Have you checked out Air, Kamar? Do you listen to a lot of Air? I like Air. I... Anyways, Bill Maher over here. <laughs> he's got his feet up on the table. Hey man, hey, it's your world, Simon. You do you. You guys, you guys started this. Yeah, listen, no, no, hey, I didn't say shit. Like, you do you. Be, uh, as comfortable. I didn't as know it was possible. bothering you that much. It's I can not, just turn it off. So the listeners, Simon's feet are on the table. Simon, um. <coughs> What's grinding your gears, sir? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, grinding my gears. Well, it, we're going to keep it car related this week. Oh, we're going to. Yeah. Oh, so it's a theme. Theme. Actually, we're going to start. You spend a lot of time in your car. Yeah, a lot of time in my car and sitting on my couch. Those are the two places I spend the most time in my life. That's why I'm fat now. Anyways. Um, oh, yeah. You were talking about somebody talking about new Bigfoot evidence. Yeah. Someone posted. I I, ha- I, I think I didn't see the post because I'm not privy to that stuff. But you don't um, have Reddit. I don't. I do not. No, not. Um. There's there is a new documentary out. Like I was telling you. Okay. About um. I think it's called the best evidence or something like that. Um, yeah. <coughs> it's a small town monsters production. And What's wrong? I thought it was supposed to be green. No, red is go. Oddly enough. They're talking about the whole thing, I think. I haven't seen it yet, which is part of my beef because it's available prime states, Mm -hmm. U.S., not in Canada. You need a VPN for that. No, I know, but it's so frustrating. We're that much lesser that we need different release dates, like... Six we get other stuff they later. don't get, but I agree with you oh, 100%. Just, it's so annoying. We, I, I follow the Instagram feed or whatever, and everybody's talking about it, and I can't see it. You know what I mean? Luckily, I've already seen something on this, okay. so I know exactly what it was. Okay. It's about these ground nests that they found. A like ground nest? 20 different nests. Nests. Jesus, those S's. They're like huckleberry entwined. It's very interesting. Listen. If you don't believe in Bigfoot. But these things must be massive, massive. if they're housing big feet, right? Massive. I'm just asking. They are massive. They're, okay. they're giant ground nests, mm-hmm. like a bird's nest, kind of, but on the ground. Now, what does this have to do with driving? Yeah, this, that's a nice transition, Simon. Whoa. He's so angry, he throws his joint at the, me. The driving, um, <laughs> the driving starts after this. Okay, I, sorry. I, I, my apologies. Yeah, Bigfoot first, always. Bigfoot first. Um, it's very interesting. Very interesting. I know it's not like having sex with horses interesting. But no, no, nothing if is. If you're looking for kind of like the best evidence, yeah, and this is real, mm-hmm. then we are really one step closer to proving that this thing exists. Hmm. Anyways, very interesting. I suggest everybody watch it if they can, okay. if you're in the States and you're privy to it. Um <laughs> Now on to driving. Now obviously. on to driving. Yeah, okay. right. So I assume something's grinding your gears. Oh, grinding my gears. And this might be the most I've ever wanted to murder people in my whole life. Mm. What? Yeah. This is interesting. It's when you're driving down the street mm-hmm. and either a pedestrian, that's bad, or a fellow driver, which I find for some reason even worse, give you the slow down. Oh, God. Go fuck yourself. It's the equivalent of a shush. I'm sure everybody's seen that Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode. But I'm telling you, man, like if you'll get the call and you'll just turn to Mary and you'll be like, 
somebody <laughs> slowed him down and now he's spending his life in prison. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's going to be no doubt about it. The second you hear Simon murdered somebody, yeah. it'll be like, holy shit. They it told happened. him to slow yeah. down. They had it or coming. they shushed you. They had it coming. I mean, the shushing, that's just, that's like calling somebody a goof. That is goofs just ago. Me- goofs yeah. ago. Goofs ago. That is ago, immediately. Yeah. But anyway, so a guy in a car gave me the slow down today. In the car. Very interesting. Well, it really enraged me because I could see the whole kind of thing playing out. He was waiting to turn right at a stop sign. So he had to wait for traffic. And I was going so fast that he couldn't get it. I wasn't going that fast. He had to wait. You know what I mean? And that made him angry. So he then told me to slow down, which makes zero fucking sense. How do he you tell know? you to slow down? Give me one of these through the window. I looked over at him. What do you mean? He gave this signal. I, I, I figured you guys have a, a shouting match at the window. No, but speaking of shouting matches, um, I watched this all happen the other day. This guy pulls up. Um, Something must have happened before that I wasn't privy to with uh, maybe the guy talking on the phone, on his phone. But I saw this guy, he was driving like a lunatic and I had seen him like way back on Carling and like mental noted to myself. Stay away from this lunatic. No, I should like get, he like cut me off or something. I was like, I should. And then I was like, no, Simon. He's got boxing gloves hanging from his. (laughs) He zoomed on and then I caught up to them at a red light. And I'm watching the whole thing go down. This guy in the back is like, he looks like he's a pretty big guy, actually. Not the guy who cut me off. That's another guy in yeah. like a RAV4. Because mm-hmm. he was like, his head was almost touching the top of the RAV4. Okay. But he was obviously like some, like a, a normal. Uh, uh, was not a boxer? Yeah, he was just a normal guy, I think. Anyways, he was like doing this to the guy in front. He was tapping on his horn. And making the, not call me, making the phone symbol. And then the guy in front put his hand out the window and kind of waved. And this guy starts clapping. Like, bravo, you hung up your phone. This is what I'm kind of figuring out. And we're all driving here? No, no, we're stopped at a red light. Don't, you know what? What? I'm not making the fucking story. But hold on. Yeah, you are driving. You're in your car. I get I'm it. You're not in, moving, but you're we're driving. At, we're yes. at a red I'm light. I'm not disputing we're at a red light. whether you're making this up <laughs> at all. I'm just trying to understand. <laughs> that we're all driving 60, and we're looking at each other like, who's watching the road? We're, we're at a red light. This is all happening at a red okay, light. Okay. A very long red light. The clearly. The red light clearly. at the corner of Carling and Parkdale. That's a long one, yeah. A long one, because then you have to wait for the advanced screen, which okay, takes Okay, okay, come on. On with it. Yeah. Just watch your football, all right? <laughs> what a piece of shit. <laughs> Anyways, to to make the story shorter, um, this guy gives him the fucking golf clap. This guy gives him the finger out the window. Oh, that's a go as well. Light turns green. I'm like, I can't not go. I have to kind of Whatever watch. errands I were <laughs> so running are on I'm hold now. I'm trying to like pretend that I don't see the light turn green. And this guy's play is that he's not moving. He's stopped. Yeah. So now I'm stopped and everybody's kind of stopped. There's some traffic going in between us and that's his play. He's just not moving and I had to keep going. So I don't know how it all turned out. Fuck this guy. But I was tempted to drive around. What a cliffhanger. But again, just goes to show you this guy didn't have boxing gloves in his, uh, 
But he might have had the Jamaican flag. But I would just wouldn't fuck with anybody anymore. That seems to be the moral of the Everyone's story. grasping for some sort of control. Well, everyone just wants a reason to go, too. So yeah. Apparently. And maybe this guy in the car, because like I said, he looked like he was pretty tall. Um, but this guy who stopped, he was like the guy who took the bite out of the bird. Like, he just didn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? That guy could have been a fucking... Brother would. Andre so, Simon, let me ask you a question. And, guy in a truck with a big, giant, fuck Trudeau deckle cuts you off heavy. Yeah. How do you react? Well, I'm not do? a fucking Trudeau fan. I give him the fucking air claps. Like, for real, though. You know? <laughs> I give him the air claps. And then the last part of this oh whole drive thing. Here we go. Yeah, no, this is different, though. I was listening to this whole thing about Elon Musk and the self-driving car. Okay. And I don't know if this had been brought up before. Maybe it had, maybe it hadn't. Um once he has everybody driving cars yeah. that drive themselves, mm-hmm. those cars can then be used as weapons. Cars can already be used as weapons, but you have to be the one to control that car's destiny. No. Once that power is... No? We know they can... Well, that says well, this, Simon this, or yes, whoever was. Yes, this is exactly what I'm saying. You're... That way they have to like actually do some work. Now you're putting all the control into like this Lex Luthor character. Uh It just seemed like another, again, everybody's so happy about AI, about self-driving cars. And I found out that the biggest way that terrorists do damage is actually with cars. Did you know that? Like blowing up car bombs and stuff. Car bombs, driving into people. You would never kind of equate, like, we're so caught up in our society on guns. Guns are the problem. Mm-hmm. I think maybe cars are the problem. Well, we have that example that happened in Toronto. That was a van. Yeah. Yeah. That incel. And I wonder if it's just, and I don't mean to be, like, bleak here, but I wonder if it's just a scenario where not enough people think about it because it's too, like, mundane. But if more did, it's like, I always wonder if there are so many terrorists out there. Why are there not like tons of um, uh, shopping center bombings, like at Christmas time, let's say, you know, that's where these people, Stadiums. where people gather or stadium bombings, like they never used to check. Um, and I mean, I'm sure they kind of do now, but I think it's, hard. you know, to- as well as I do, it's not that hard to sneak something into a, I mean, we're white. I guess your question would be like white. one of those. So um, just hire white people then. Like that's. It'd have to be one of those pressure cooker bombs full of nails. It's tough to hire white people to suicide bomb. Well, Joe people, was right? just talking about Bridget Fetessy talking to that. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So look, those people exist. Okay, we know they sure, do. Yeah. Like, what do they call? Uh, they had a name for it. Um, Sleeper cell. No, during um, Desert Storm in no, Afghanistan, it was uh, Taliban Dan or. Uh, I'm Taliban Dan. I don't remember. It wasn't Taliban Dan. It was something like that, though. That was the name they gave to Americans who went to fight with, like, the... Yeah, gotcha. The Taliban. Taliban. Or Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda. I think it was Al-Qaeda something, yeah. Anyways, that's it, man. Okay, well, my week was whatever. Whatever, your last week, you're about to have a great week. Oh, yeah, Vegas, baby. Can't fucking wait. If you're in Vegas this week... Hit man Come up. find me. Have you been looking at the temperatures? Uh, it's like 18 to 20. Nothing crazy. Be warm. 18 I mean, it's the to 20 Celsius. Celsius yeah. yeah. I mean, I know Americans are like, well, it's not that cold. Uh, it's, you know, it's the desert though. So it's cold at night, but I don't care. Bring a couple hoodies. It's going to be great. This is going to be your first big thing you've done since in two years, sort of, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. 
Hope you have a good time. Thanks, man. And win lots of money. Oh, I'll probably just lose a couple grand, but whatever. That's Vegas. Um, Kamar, you want to run down the guests for us, please? Love to, Matt. We had uh, two senior citizens and two snitches this week. Uh, (laughs) 1741, Ted Nugent. Yeah. Followed by the weirdest name to be an ancient civilization guy, Jimmy Caretti. Yeah. Seventy four two, seventeen forty three. Our favorite optimist, but he doesn't think he's optimist. He's a realist. Seventeen forty three. Stephen Pinker, and this I just noticed this when I was going through this. Seventeen forty four. It's the first time it's been a one name, Derek, from More Plates, More Dates. I didn't even think of that. I've never had a one namer, and I, and while Simon was talking about his amazing stories, I could not find his last name. So we're just going with Derek. Seventeen forty four. And that's the week, and very upsetting that that one came out. Oh, so, yeah. I was prepared to listen like two or three podcasts on the train. Do it all. That one came out. And I was like, I fuck know. this guy. I know. And the topic. What do you mean? I don't think Just whatever. Done, I don't think oh, they've done about anything. We'll, we'll read it. It'll come out in the wash. I know Simon really liked that episode. I mean, it's, yeah. Well, no, Simon, I mean, Simon probably cheesed himself over one of these episodes. We know that for sure. I think we all cheesed ourselves for sure over one, but more plates, more dates was just amazing. Um, all right. Do you want to rate the, uh, do you want to rate the week? Simon, you just got back. Are you ready with a number? Uh, oh, and we're getting third COVID shots. Forgot to mention that. Over it's 50. It's happening. Over no, no, 50. no, 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 no. Everybody. We'll see. I'm... T- <laughs> Okay, I'm telling you. Simon, do you want to rate the week or do you want to talk about COVID? No, that's this is a COVID free zone. COVID free zone. Um, rate the week. Who were the guests? Just Ted really Nugent, quickly. Jimmy Caretti, uh, Nugent, Pinker, Atlantis, and Pinker, and Derek. <laughs> I mean, I give the week a uh, three. Because of one episode. One episode was amazing. Yeah. And it I was surrounded it. by. Uh, I mean, two episodes really get us talking, but one of them was amazing. The other we're going to talk about for all the wrong reasons. I, I think I can only give this a two. Yeah, there's no way I really? can give this week higher this, than this a week two. This week sucked wow, so many dicks. I would dicks. have thought you guys loved this week. No. Okay. Listen, to start off with Ted Nugent, which Kamara's going to give me points for because I mentioned his name in the post, Joe. This guy's on fire. This, <laughs> this guy's on fire. You mentioned his name in the post, Joe? Like I he did. was coming on? We, I, I can't remember what no, it was, like, but what if we had this, but yeah, I said, well, like, what if we, I think that was it. I said, what if we, we're going to end up with Ted Nugent or something like that. And sure Very enough, disappointing when you're, when you're yeah. right, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Never right for the good reasons. Yeah. All right. Well, let's fire this bad boy up. 1741 Ted Nugent. Now immediately, what have we always said? If you play an instrument, you're dead to me. Well, don't bring it on the fucking show. Don't this was the, the worst. In. This was the worst example. Snoop Dogg was the exception of the rule. Somehow he he made it work, but this was just this just set. strumming throughout. We were going for a while, and now uh, Ted Nugent's seventy three years old. We say uh, he's set in his ways. He's he's the guy, and I bet you, on any given day, I agree with him mostly everything he says, but. He, him makes me want to disagree with him and change it. Do, do you know what yes. I mean? Like He's insufferable. He's insufferable. Yeah. He brought, he brought nothing to it except he loves saying the backstraps. Those are for us. We like the backstraps. You know why the backstrap is so good? 
because it's the only muscle that's not load bearing on the animal. Oh, so, interesting. So it's the most tender. Interesting. Because he said back straps like 30 times. I'm like, what's up with the back straps? But other than that, uh, rate it, boys. <laughs> oh, thank God. I was um, hoping you wouldn't have 100 notes on this because this episode just sucked. This. this whole fucking new trend, though, of playing music on Joe Rogan is ruining this show. It's ruining it. It's making it like a fucking mockery of its former self. I don't know if now that he's let one person do it, all the other people think they can do it. Or if this is how he's like selling it to guests now, like, oh yeah, just bring your fucking guitar and serenade us. But this is fucking bullshit. I'm I sorry. Think, I think I have to watch my swearing. This is GD for the algorithm. Bullshit. Get the fuck out of here. Bullshit, man. Yeah, no, I was not. Uh, I don't think he encourages like you're coming down. Hey, bring the guitar. Bring, I don't think he does that. I don't no. think he does that. I think musicians travel with instruments. You know what I mean? Ted Nugent has been, had been on before. Did he, he did bring not, his guitar? I don't think he did. Then get the fuck out of here. Well, he's promoting a new album in his eyes. Um, but may, maybe Joe has a store of instruments. Like, just grab something. There's a guitar over there. No, I, I don't think that. Um, the one cool thing is I think people listen to Ted Nugent like, this guy's, a, this guy's a piece of shit. If he was a real piece of shit, he would have disowned his son. For being a, a for legend, being a ve- for being a vegan, <laughs> no, he still loves him. So I, I think there is a human being there that's that's redeemable. There's really, it's not like you said. Most of the things he's talking about seem like really kind of good morals. This is not he's that hair. Insufferable. He is insufferable. He is fucking. Um, uh, what's that? The, guy, the, the uh, rest, the old wrestler, Jesse the Body Jesse, Ventura. He is Jesse the Body yeah. Ventura. Oh yeah, 100%. like no matter what good 100%. advice he's giving you, you are going to reject immediately. Anyone that tells you that killing is bad is an <laughs> idiot. If, and this is why I'll tell you why. If I told you that he dropped two hundred and fifty names during this episode, would you bet the over or the under? Well, I bet the under, but it was a lot of names. But uh, what? Is Hannity a name? Like, like I'm just saying from name to name to name. No, I'm just saying like names where he was like, I was out with uh, this, you know, like he names a famous bow hunter, a famous bow maker, or like he just, I don't know. He just wants so bad to be like a wealth of information. I, I w- would be more interested to hear someone who knew him well. To say, yeah, he is insufferable, but it's Ted. You, you gotta love, like, oh, I'm sure he is. He's Listen, forty million albums. He's got money. I wonder what his net worth. Who's the samurai singer? The Van Halen, or not Van Halen? Uh, Sammy, what the, the guy from Van Halen? Sam. Yeah, what's his name? Sammy Hagar, David no, Lee no, Roth, David, David Lee, Lee Roth, just like David yeah. Lee Roth. There's he, a condition to these guys. This guy's worse. He than was David on the Lee Sopranos, Roth. eh? Do you remember yeah. that in the poker in the poker the game? Yeah, poker there's a lot of people. In I the was big watching. Game. He's got long hair. I was like, holy shit, that's yeah. David Lee Roth. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's Frank Sinatra Jr. Yeah. Um, there's yeah. a bunch of them. Oh, and just by the by, I know last week I got really high. Um, it, I, I kind of like this, actually, because maybe it means we can start it, too, from now on. But um, I was talking about The Sopranos, yeah. and he wanted me to have a name and a number. Just watch the whole last season. It's every fucking, um, every time they change to a new scene, it fades out. It's like Carmela running down a beach and it fades. It's crazy. I don't know what happened. Hmm. I don't know who directed that season. I don't know who decided to take this like 
I don't know how you change a show like that just in the last season. You only notice that if you watch something multiple times, though, you know? Well, I'll tell you, my wife, we just went through it and watched it. That last season is so weak. Oh, I give terrible. a lot of passes to it because I'm like, oh, it's still The Sopranos, so it's Dog good. Shit. It is, it's really bad, man. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, they mailed that shit in. Anyways, move on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I digress. <laughs> how much do you think it's worth? Who? Ted Nugent for all. Oh, I'm going to say uh, he owns a lot of land. I'm going to say he's worth 210 million. Oh my God. I was going to say like uh, 97 million. 10 million. No, what? that's impossible. That's what it says. I was he, off by 200 apparently million. Went, apparently went bankruptcy. Uh-huh. And I mean, you buy a ranch. How much is a ranch really worth? You know what I mean? Unless it's got a crazy mega ranch on it. Interesting. But as far as I can tell, he. Lives on his own ranch and hunts there. Like he, no one can actually get up in his business. Do you know what I mean? Like people in public may go, Ted Nugent's an asshole for hunting, but it's not like he can just live his life. He doesn't have to get on a soapbox unless he's trying to promote hunting. Do people want to get up in Ted Nugent's business? Like all these guys sound so defensive. That's all I'm saying. We're, no, you're not wrong. Do you, do you know what you're I mean? not like, wrong. They all, yeah. I mean, again, I don't have that many. I have no followers on social media. I don't know what it's like to have their inbox, but they also you're on Rogan. He should be the first to tell you like that could be half of those could be fake people like Russians just trying to rile you up. I mean, I don't know. I mean, for sure. At one, at some points he was painted as the villain with the NRA yeah. and all, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, for but, sure. But now in like today, yeah, he's a 73 year old man. A bunch man. of like people like I'm trying to take that Nugent down. It know? may be the reverberations. Cause I know he was vehemently against, um, Obama. Yeah. He, he must have been a Trump guy. Well, he made you, it seem like think? he made it seem like Obama personally went to Mexico and sold the guns. guns to the, the yeah, car. yeah. Like I was, I was kind of, I was like, I was like, maybe I didn't read about the story properly. I know it happened under Obama. I understand that. But like, if that happens under Trump, I don't think. No, but I mean, like when you look at back at Reagan's presidency, yeah. You have to say, like, this guy fucking supplied guns to everybody, you know? That's part of his legacy. That whole But I mean if you find out furious But if you find out the CIA contra, you Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I mean again, I think this was a little different. This was a small operation within the DEA, whereas that seemed like a massive operation, the Iran Contra deal. But maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I don't know. I just again I what I was saying was I don't think I would blame Trump if it happened under, I wouldn't be like Donald Trump went and sold the Mexicans guns. Like that seems, seems a bit egregious, but I mean, that's what people do. I mean, listen, they're all war criminals anyway. There isn't one of them that isn't. So Obama's in that camp. I'll say one thing. I thought he was sort of careful or maybe what he doesn't care, but he didn't, he was like, we need Trump back or like he was, he wasn't saying that, you know what I mean? Oh no, I know. He was, he, he hates the left. The left is evil. Yeah. Don't ask why. Cause there's no answer. It's just pure evil, Joe. That's all we can do here. Um, he believes pick up a bow arrow and it can show you the best you can be like anyone, even if you're in your living room, shoot targets that will make you a better person all facets of life. I don't know if that's true, but the best was kind of cool. I had this vision in my head, this visual when he was like, I practice in my hotel room, Joe, I have a bow with a bow. I just pictured like housekeeping showing up the next day and there's just like 60 holes in the wall and they're just like Ted Nugent. Because there must be a, uh, a connection between playing guitar and bow and arrow. Like the two things, like th- th- that's why they'd be drawn to it. Let's pray to God Joe doesn't pick up a guitar. Pick up a guitar. 
But what I've been thinking... When does... I'm sorry. When does uh, Lex start bow hunting? That's the big question. I'm sure he's started. I'm sure he started. Well, I bet they bring him on 10 trips first so he can talk the deer down after it's dying. And then once he gets comfortable around the dying deer, then I think Lex will maybe pull the trigger. And and all this poo-pooing on hunting goes out the window if society collapses, right? Oh, we're going to be hunting each other also, at that we're point. So stupid and going back episodes to find out how to fast track. Who hunting. is poo-pooing on going hunting? Like, I, again, is there like a huge group of people out there? I'm just... It's true. Thought, it seems almost made up. It, it, a boogeyman. No, it was a thing for sure. I just, is it still like... Again, it might be just the social media like isn't the real world. But all I... All these guys feel like they're defensive and they're like pushing back against whatever be powers that be that I don't see. I mean, I'm sure it's just like groups like PETA attacking him. You know what I mean? It's that mm-hmm. sort of thing yeah. where like, cause I'm sure they're like, you know, you're hunting pigs from a helicopter. That's, you know, whatever, whatever. But I mean, if you are, are if you eat meat from the store, I mean, that's a total no brainer. You're part of killing animals the clothes that you wear, like your leather purses and your leather shoes and your belts and all of that, like you, you have blood on your hands and th- that's just how we all live. You know what well, I mean? Even if you eat tofu, you have blood on your hands. Though. That was his point, which I guess they grabbed from him for Yellowstone. Dude, it's so yeah. funny because when I was watching, about? when I was watching it, I thought of him right away. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I said to myself, this guy's on another level. I was like, this is exactly what fucking Ted Nugent has I always been saying. I thought of actually oh, when, interesting. They, when okay. they did it i didn't think a nugent i just thought this is the message that joe has been preaching forever yeah and they're now saying it on fucking did you uh, notice who the anti-hunting girl was no no she was the girl from coyote ugly oh she was really? that's Peek-a-boo so interesting yeah piper piper, piper Pegaboo. she has an age <laughs> None of them do. No, some of them do. Elizabeth Hurley is still hot. I don't care what you're talking about. And maybe, maybe they d- uh, dumbed her down to look like a uh, ratty hippie environmentalist. But gotcha. I was like, wow, you've really landed on your knees here. Um, <laughs> the one thing, the one thing he said <laughs> is uh, the prison system is like engineered for repeat riveticism. Yeah, and I believe I believe that is true. I believe that Repeat to be what? true. Recidivism. Thank you. I wanted him. Oh, to I'm say. so sorry. My apologies. <laughs> no, my apologies. He said for repeat revisionism. Whatever. He, I knew what he meant. But you were just being a dick. Oh but, well, yes. Yeah. You don't get to. <laughs> do as that. far as we go on about what social issues or what can we change, what we can do, legalize, like something's got to be done with the prison system because it's obviously a self-perpetuating thing to like help keep itself going. Yeah, it has to be taken away from private ownership. I think that's pretty self-explanatory at this point. Yeah. Well, when you gain from them coming back, why would you ever want them to be any better? It's a no-fucking-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Where's all the the talk about that? We have an agreement. Don't hit that a lot anymore, do we? It was interesting when they talk about the... You know, like the shift up is down, down is up. You can say sometimes when they played that one clip of Bernie. Yeah. Saying we don't want borders. That's a right wing thing from mm-hmm. 2015. And I, I thought that was doctored or something like it. And even Ted was thinking like, but he thinks it's us. He's a communist. Go yeah. take away your guns. It's just Trump. Trump down, down is up, up is down because people were willing to, if 
were willing to say whatever he said was bad. So even if he had a good idea, they would have to take the opposite view. You know, he said the sky is blue. You have to say the sky is red, even if you know the sky is blue, you know? It put fucking the left in a real pickle. The problem with Trump was, sorry, real quick. The problem with Trump was that he had, he was terrible with, he wasn't eloquent at all. So you tended to get this, like, even if what he was saying might have been on the right track, the way it came out, like... Yeah, what he was, was Ted Nugent. Yeah, that is exactly he was Jesse the Body Ventura. But even then, here. but not, but even worse than that. Like, remember when it was? Uh, remember when he was like, "Yeah, you could just put like a uh, some light therapy in your lungs, or like hydro." He was like chlorine in your lungs, whatever it was. And he, I think he was talking about hydrochloroquine, but he just didn't understand what he was told. You know that sort of thing. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ted Nugent's points are good, but not a Ted Nugent's voice. I wish, because. Um, when we get to Pinker, he was, his whole thing about rational thought and stuff, mm-hmm. had he had Joe brought that up with him, what he thought of that. His people just, it doesn't matter whether it's right or wrong, I'm against it. Like, where that irrationality is coming from, you know, is it fear or whatever? Well, he and went anyways. off on, like, if you're a goddamn ATF agent, you have broken the fucking code of conduct. Like, well, and when he said... Um, and I ask him, how can you do this? Like, my pension. He's like, fuck it, pension. Like, pension's like a lot. Like, yeah, you work we're not all worth $10 million, dollars, you pal. you might compromise yourself so you can fucking retire and support your family. Because you, you can't, you don't have a ranch and you can't write a hit song. <laughs> how bad was his last song, though? Like, he just brought Martin Luther King into, like, out of dream and you were there. It's not like he made it up. The guitar's all right, but... I hate, there's nothing I hate more than when just like out of nowhere, he's like, it's like my new song, Joe. And then just will be like rolling into Detroit. Got my big it's dick out. It's so phony. Oh, it's, it's so terrible. phony. And Snoop did the same thing and you guys gave him a pass. I Snoop called him on his shit. Snoop you don't get to do that. Like, Snoop I don't care who you are. Snoop did it in the most like Snoop and fun. Well, that's because Snoop is fun. This guy is a dick and he just did it in a dickish way. You know, and it's just, it's when equally, it's when going fully sober goes wrong. It's Ted Nugent. Well, that's the other ever had a drink or anything. When did he ever have a drink? Like, but the other thing, the other thing too, about that, that's interesting is his first time on, he was super anti pot. Remember? And now he's like into CBD and all sorts of like, so he can't like people are allowed to change. No, he I'm fine with change, but he's he seems very stuck in his ways like he knows everything. But we know for a fact that like in the last 5 years he definitively was like, "Well, I got this one big time wrong." So, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. And wonder, good for him for at least coming around, but I wonder when that happens. So you're now a person who's heavy duty into CBD. How do you not then be like, "Well, shit. I've been, you know, talking bad about psychedelics all these years. You know what I mean? How is that not just like this Stuck total in your fucking... Ways. I mean, yeah, I don't know. But I guess when you're old. I think I was just going to say, I, I think a lot of old people have like, they really were brainwashed into believing that just any sort of mind altering thing oh, that wasn't booze sure. was just like, you know, you were going to go out and rape someone and you were going to crash your car and kill a family of five. Like it was, you know. And he's living a pretty stimulating life, right? Like, I don't care who the guy is, flying around a helicopter shooting at pigs. You got to be present for that. You it know sounds I mean? like, like he's living his best life. His for best, sure. but, but but it's not that'd just be cool, Kamar. Li- it's not just that. It's doing that and and in your head being like, I'm doing God's work. Like I'm a conserve. I'm a conservationist. Like, well, I told you a couple weeks. I was watching the videos, and they're hired by farmers to 
Oh, yeah, because yeah, they're an invasive species, yeah. And that must be really fun if you don't mind killing pigs. And like you said, they do pick them up. They do feed them people. Like, Well, that's got to be the easiest way to kill something. You kill it from the air, and you don't have to deal with its body. You know what I mean? Somebody else goes in and fucking yeah. gathers what up fucking your corpses, and you just get to if fucking... Do that. And I was also... It's a very kind of... Um, it's like the hunting scene in Succession. Well, yeah, it's a very, like gross um white privilege way of hunting you know i mean it definitely lacks that sort of ranella like you know track the thing kill it quick like you know. well on that on that end i was saying there's no way you can fake that especially with a bow fake what? no way you, you could just say you know what i'm gonna go kill a deer and go to the shop get a bow and arrow go back and go, hey well that wasn't that hard do you know what i yeah. mean it is something that you 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 could buy the experience of a guide and go along with someone, but to do it yourself, there must be an overwhelming sense of accomplishment. I think there's a small portion of the population that are already probably really good at the outdoors that maybe could go out and get a bow and just out of luck, you know what I mean? Because they could get close to small a deer. Percentage. I, that's what I'm saying, very small percentage. But I'm just saying there's always the exception to the rule. I so think. I think all that experience makes Ted Nugent, I'm surprised he doesn't talk in the third person. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. I'm like, very like, surprised, he, yeah. He, he, he sort of is at that level. I mean, he really likes himself. There was just no reason for this podcast. I mean, if he's not into hunting, he for sure never makes it on to Rogan, right? Like, Joe's not having him on because he's a, for his musical talents. Listen, if you, hear, if you hear a Ted Nugent come on at the strip club, you know that you're about to get the Monday afternoon <laughs> C-section special. What? Like, it yeah, is, what is a Ted Nugent song? I can't tell Cat you Scratch one. Cat Scratch Fever? Well, I don't know we, one. Well, is Cat Scratch Fever one of them? I believe so. Maui Wowie or Wango Tango. But there's a song that a lot of UFC fighters, Stranglehold. So you've, you've heard one of them. I mean, I would never know one to be like, oh, that's uh, Ted Nugent. It's also cool he's from Detroit. I think anyone from Detroit is cool. I mean, it's very interesting. It's always funny to me when you hear that, like, because, I mean, again, Michigan is like a lot of forest, and then there's Detroit. I get that. So, But it's just weird when you hear someone from, like, the Motor City, and then, but I guess, again, a lot of people in the States hunt. Well, it's just like you think of New Jersey, but New Jersey is, like, all New Jersey oh, all has forest. more black yeah. bears than anywhere else in the continental Meets United States. Look at Simon go. And they show that guy in the 40s killing a bear with a bow and arrow. That's fucking brave. That's insane. You know, because if you just get the shoulder, it's it, it's not dead. Dude, you and could you stick, are. You could stick <laughs> that thing perfectly with the arrow and still it'd be like, I got a little bit of fight left in me. And then what? That's why they carried like those Colt. Yeah, uh, those massive fucking massive magnum. Fucking, just put a fucking elephant trank in it. Yeah. Insurance. Well, it's like a bullet. I know the that, holes uh, like that Caliber big. that yeah. can take a bear down. That's. Uh, I wish they did try to get to the bomb why there's an alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Why that's a thing. You well, know what if you I mean? ask Ted, it's bureaucracy. Well, he he didn't know, but it, it just seems like we, we don't have that here. Like, what, what, why did they? Why isn't there uh, guns and then a drugs? Is that what you're asking? No, or just, why are there either? It's of just those FBI. Things? I think it must be because of prohibition. That's what I was. Of my course, my yeah. guess was going to be that it was probably alcohol and tobacco at first. The, the, you, you don't find those things without the other. Yeah. <laughs> Where there's firearms, there's going to be It's because it was all being done by the mafia, I imagine, and this was their way of, like, being able to loop all three of them together, say, oh, shit, if you're doing guns, then we can get you on any of these things. Mm -hmm. If you're doing drugs, we can get you on any of these things. That's but it was both them that messed up the Ruby Ridge and Waco, right? It was the FBI? No, oh, the ATF. I think, I think it was ATF. 
I thought it was an FBI agent who fucked up uh, Ruby Ridge. They're both involved with guns, anyways. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, there's just one thing on. Well, I was listening to this. I was just looking for stuff for the post show, and this story came up that um, there's a uh, 106 acre grove of trees in Utah. And we always thought the biggest <laughs> organism was the uh, mushroom mm-hmm. up in those parts, but they say this is actually bigger. It's one giant root system that shoots trees, but it's in danger because it's getting eaten by elk. That's insane. So, so it's just it's a perfect example of like someone's got to go in there and decrease the alcohol population, or this giant organism is going to die. I mean, again, we're all in agreement. None of us give a shit about hunting. Like, the way if you want to hunt, go hunt. The way they usually do it, though, is some backwards ass way, like re-releasing the saber tooth tiger to take care, of, and then you know that gets out of control, and they have to re-release like the fucking bigfoot to take out the saber tooth tiger <laughs> to rape the tiger. It's one of those. Well, that leads us to this hunting probably is the best way to. Handle it versus releasing another problem to make another problem. I mean, for sure it is. And look, most of the time, like you said, no, that's not true. Some of the time, the hunting, like having to go out and hunt, you've earned that animal, you know? Mm -hmm. Frankly, if you're willing to um, dress that animal, not up in clothes, but, you know. Yeah. Taxidermy? No, no, just to break it. Quarter it, to, it yeah. hide oh, it, carry it out. But You've earned that animal, you know? Sure, yeah. That's a lot more than you're fucking doing going to the grocery store to buy whatever it is you're eating. Mm-hmm. So I just, again, like, animals are getting killed regardless. Yeah. Well, it, and you eat meat. So there you don't isn't really have a, a dog. On, you can't have a dog in the fight being anti-hunting if you eat meat. Well, this is, th- that's what I'm trying to Because whatever about. happens There's, in factory farming is 10 times worse than a guy going out. Not everybody can go out and hunt, which is why I'll never get down on somebody for going and eating in a grocery store meat. Like if you want to eat meat, yeah. then all the power to you, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. I personally think it's gross. I mean, I try and buy my meat from a butcher. Mm-hmm. Locally sourced. Only because, like, I just, I don't know, it's just absolutely disgusting. What, you know to, what to, I mean? Factory farm. Yeah, and not that, that, I'm not saying, like, you're taking advantage of the animal or whatever. That's not, it's like, literally, that seems just really gross. Gotcha. Like, being in a room with too many people is gross. That just <laughs> seems fucking gross. Being in a room with too many and people. And also, I, I think the one thing that people have to know is, like, when the guys pay $300,000 to kill a rhinoceros, that's saving a hundred rhinoceros. That's again, a no brainer. There's no way you can say no, but all rhinos matter. You, do you know what I mean? All rhinos. That, that's just all a, rhinos. That's matter. an emotional reaction that you don't realize that that the death of that allows for way more to, for other guys to be employed to kill guys who are hunting illegally. I think it's safe to say hunters, you have, the full support of the boys here at the JRE, and uh, you don't have to defend your position anymore. You don't have to go on the Rogan show anymore. <laughs> Rated boys. Please. Oh, I give it a one. This guy's insufferable. Yeah, uh, I'll go with a one as well. Insufferable. I'll give it a one because one time was enough for Ted Nugent to be on. Oh, my God. Insufferable. You gave it a one as well? I did. We have an agreement. Well, oh, look at us go. It was just, I swear to you, though, the this bringing instruments onto the show is going to be like the um, jumping the shark for Rogan. Okay. It's too fucking much. Mark the date here, December 5th or it's 4th. It's the Fonz jumping over sharks. Okay. 
Yeah, it is too much. We, we have an agreement on that, too. Simon has well, made his position. Hit the button. <laughs> he said we had an agreement. I, I, dude, we're three agreements <laughs> in here. This is bananas. Uh, let's move on to Simon's wet dream. Uh, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> 1742. Jimmy Caretti. Jimmy Caretti from the, you know, Jimmy Caretti from the corner. He used to make the subway sandwiches. <laughs> Didn't he work the for Egyptians. the Daily Bugle and Lois Lane? Yeah. yeah. Oh, young. <laughs> what are you talking about? Young Jimmy Caretti? Um, Simon, first of all, I think we got our, I think we got what I would consider. I don't know why I can't use the word definitive, but I feel like we got an answer as to maybe why Joe hasn't had any alien people on. Uh, I feel like Joe thinks that it's all propaganda now and that he would just be fueling said propaganda. Interesting. Okay, well, listen, I am not going to object with him on that one. This was more in the Pinker podcast, though. No, no, no. This was in this one because he... I know for a fact that... No, maybe it wasn't the Pinker. Yeah, The government reached out to... Maybe you're right, Kamar. My apologies. Reached out to Sam Harris... Asking him to be like the face of talking about UFOs, making this more Sam Harris normalized because they, they were looking out for rational people okay. who had a big uh, following. following yeah. Because that's what they're trying to do is is make is to normalize this, you know. So maybe Rogan's like, I'm not going to be played like that. You're not going to use me. That's to, what I'm saying, I think. But again, this wasn't the Pinker episode, so I'm sorry. Yeah, but let's get on to Simon's really wet dream here. Up, it you? felt like you deserved this one, Simon. You've been waiting for an alien guy a long time or some Bigfoot content. This, I would say ancient Egypt is right up there. It's in your big three, right? Oh, it ta- it's, it's, it's the top? two. No, it's, no, it's number two. two. It goes Bigfoot, okay. ancient mysteries. Yeah aliens but i mean you want to but the thing for you i guess this is above aliens because you want to tie you have you tie aliens i tie it all in okay uh, Uh, not bigfoot though i could i could there is a narrative to tie it's the nephilim that's how you tie bigfoot in i mean listen if the sahara um, is a jungle then you can tie bigfoot in as easily as you want right as man came out of africa all those many many years ago he would have um had things either follow him out or maybe it was already there when they got there because it came over the land bridge on the other side. Like, who fucking knows, man? Anything's possible, Austro- Simon. Uh, uh, Gigantopithecus or whatever, you know? Okay, so but no, on. Ancient Mysteries. Love. Love. Okay. I've never heard of this guy in my life. Perfect. Yeah. Let's get on with it. Well, car. that's concerning, isn't it? No. no. This, this guy basically is no. <laughs> maybe possibly picked up the torch for Graham Hancock. Okay. Well, no. He he loves Graham Hancock, but like and Randall Carlson. Yeah, his work basically must be inspired by those guys. And in the Pinker episode, you refer to them as expert. I don't know if I can call him an expert in this. He's just someone with a high degree of interest. Oh, Joe referred to this guy as an expert. I had an expert on ancient civilization. Well, I mean, like, what makes it's Jimmy Caretti? <laughs> we never knew it was a fucking expert. <laughs> what makes you an expert? You do you know ten years, ten thousand hours? Yeah, there um, you go. I'm sure he has that. So this yeah. guy, I don't think so. Well, he has five years, but he's packed a lot of hours into those five years. He, st- he started out as a snitch with uh, retail target. theft monitoring. Yeah. And he most- dry snitched on himself, too. He's like, I'm just going to say it. It's Target. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> the most common thing stolen, nail polish. I thought that was very interesting. Ladies, get yeah. your shit together. Women. Um, do you think Tesla underrated? As someone who's talked about in like... Oh, Nikola, Tesla. Nikola Tesla. Nikola Tesla. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah, I think they've gone out of their way to... They. 
try and disgrace Scientists, this the same guy. type of people who have chosen their narrative of what happened in Egypt? Just the same people who choose the narrative. Listen, this guy was trying to suggest that there be free energy for everybody, yeah. that that was a, re a realistic possibility from a guy who we put a lot of stock into what, you, you know, when mm -hmm. you hear Nikola Tesla, you don't think maniac. Well, but, except the pigeon thing, but who knows how much. I'm just saying in general, yeah. you, they, you don't think maniac, but they've gone, you know, to some pretty far lengths to make him seem that way. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Free energy. Uh, it, there's no more oil companies. There, none of that is even a thought. Mm -hmm. But but wasn't he like going before the massive industrial revolution sort of kicked off? I think he brought like electricity to towns and stuff. I don't think there was. Kamar's asking though, like, wasn't he around before the oil boom? He was he, before he could be a threat to these corporations, or they just saw it from a mile away. And... I'm sure he was a threat to them in some other way. I don't know what other just scams a free they were I just running think he, historically time. he's not mentioned in like I I know more about Alexander Graham Bell, but I bet you Tesla. And that's also because we're Canadian. Oh, excuse me. It's also because we're Canadian, so we get pushed that Alexander Graham. You know what I mean? But that being said, I know about Christopher Columbus, and now whatever that that narrative has changed. Okay, he has nothing to do with me being Canadian. Just I guess I, it Tesla. It seems like a conspiracy theory almost. Just that he isn't. His name isn't mentioned more, but I guess it's now been taken off by Elon and just. I wonder if, too, the fact that he was like this super genius who claimed he was getting his ideas from aliens and they just couldn't run with those narratives, you know? He was a virgin, his best friend was a pigeon. Is that right? That I don't know. Uh, was that, was that no, I thought it was he wanted to home. marry his pet, his pigeon. Well, Wasn't that it? His best friend. Uh, that I don't love know. Love or whatever. I don't know about. Um, well, I thought was sort of inspiring about this guy is he. He wasn't didn't go too into it, but he really sat down and said, "You know, I want to start this YouTube channel. I've got to make the thumbnails the best." Like, sat, sat down, tried to do something, and did it. Yeah, and now he's at a million subscribers. And at one point, Joe goes, "Well, you're really obsessed with these viewers and subscriptions." Like, yeah, easy yeah, Joe, joke. Every single person yeah. doing any sort of content is sadly obsessed with that because yeah. they got to Except like, Joe. Except yeah, the, the Joe. The <laughs> you have the sweetheart deal of sweetheart deals, Joe. Joe and Ted Nugent. Yeah. Living fat off things. the lamb. Yeah, must, Joe. Must be nice, Joe. People are obsessed with like being successful. But Joe Jamie Carter. sitting over there watching the numbers obsessively. In, all, in, in Joe's defense, he did catch himself and he was like, he realized he was being ridiculous at that point. Well, yeah. He's just, he's just too big time for his own good. Um, I... Felt like this was going to be Atlantis in the beginning, and I felt it got murked up. Like you start talking about Atlantis, but it's all about Egypt. But or like, Atlantis is in Egypt, or in the Sahara below. Is in well, no, it's the, the salt circles. Yeah, those aren't in Egypt. They're in the Sahara, which is just south of Egypt, right? Okay, I were they in the Sahara? Yeah, yeah. The rise thing house circles there. I thought they were in like South a or Africa or something. Oh, I guess that is where the Sahara is. Sahara, yeah. Sahara is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Sometimes I forget that uh, Egypt is in Africa because it's so far up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But so it might be all one and the same. Because the biggest here, there could have been, and I, I'm sure you agree with this, but like eight arbitrary number. I don't know. <laughs> Total civilizations that came and went, came and went, came and went, and came and went. I mean, to now, and we could be another one that comes. Across. I love how Joe's trying to tell him 
about like the yeah. older architecture being on the bottom. Like, yeah, I think he knows. But anyways, if that seems like proof to me, they can clearly see not just in Egypt at the pyramids and, but at Machu Picchu and all over the place at, uh, in Mexico where you can clearly see these two separate styles of building on the same buildings. And that would make sense if they were cataclysmic events. And let's say you had the pyra a pyramid and there was a meteor storm or whatever, maybe all of that would be left by the time they came around. The next generation was the base, you know? So then they would rebuild. My only issue, though, is dinosaurs. What about dinosaurs? Well, we have fossil fuels because we have dinosaur bones. Well, that's really far back. Like, I don't think anybody's suggesting that no, but my point, though, is, like, there isn't, like, a lot of human remains from, you know, 40,000, 50,000 years ago that would suggest that there was a whole civilization. Well, so, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Do you see saying. what I'm saying? Like, if, there's, if, if, we, if we have dinosaur bones, like, you would assume that somewhere along the line they would have, and again, we're still finding stuff, so it's not like a, I'm not just sitting here saying, bar no. none, like, I know all the info. I'm. We don't have dinosaur bones. We have fossils. Yes, I get it. Sorry, they're not bones. It's calcium. I understand that. But for all intents and purposes, you understand what I'm saying. There would be the same equivalent for human remains somewhere, correct? Most likely. Well, well I, the reason... Sorry, go ahead. What I got from this guy is there could be a whole world a mile underneath sand in the Sahara. It's yeah. literally... It's just too much of a hassle to take away, but it, everything we think... And the, and the bottom line, there's no money in this. They're finding no, it not. right now in the rainforest, and it's happening because it's being burned down so they can build fucking housing. They're finding temples. Same thing is true for your sand in the Sahara. Like, there's just things they're never, ever going to get to because there's no money in it, as Kamar says, until they need to build a fucking condominium or something. Back to the dinosaurs for a second. Back the, to the dinosaurs. The fossils. Yeah. Like, there really aren't that many fossils. Dinosaur bones, for example, there aren't that many at okay, all. Okay, but fossil fuel it is from fossils. It correct? happens in very, um, like, you have to have really pressure and heat. the right set of circumstances. Okay, as, as far as I understand. But either way, it just feels like we would have found more than we have. That's all I'm saying. I'm just trying to play Diablo Avocado. You here. figure that they should have found human bones the same way they found. If we're if what we're saying, if what we're suggesting that there was like eight gener you know, that fifty thousand years ago there could have been an advanced civilization of people. And again, I'm not saying advanced like they built skyscrapers or whatever, but you know, considering how well the pyramids have held up themselves and like Chichen Itza and all this fucking LIDAR shit that they're discovering. I don't know. I'm just saying it could, you know the cataclysmic whoa maybe dinosaur the what <laughs> the the event cataclysmic yeah that event might could be the thing that pushes all that stuff but i mean he's he's saying people are finding stuff under their house in egypt he's saying there's a hundred did you know there's 118 pyramids uh yeah i i didn't know that exact i thought there was number. like six no no there's tons well, according to him but they he said they took that's just stone. in egypt yeah yeah do you know that the fourth, I think the fourth biggest pyramid in the world is a Bass Pro shop? Not the Lexer Hotel in Vegas? No. But he said they took parts of the pyramid and they're in buildings in Egypt. Like, it's it's so obviously a massive game for there to be Egyptologists, a broken telephone. For what, 
it's been looted 1,800 times. Like, they could find something there that was left by the Roman or the Greeks that were looting the place. Like, you have no idea The hieroglyphs could be fucking vandalism, for all we know. Yeah. It, it, Someone found this thing and just it's, put graffiti we, on it we have they no, don't know what they we did. We have no idea. And we take the word of these Egyptian Egyptologists for a lot of things. There's no hieroglyphs of the building no. of the pyramids. When we think it's like the building these of anything. people telling the story or anything, they, they come up way later. Way, way later. Well, I just imagine that the, that just goes to show you how much shit got destroyed. But then when you watch like the modern day videos of them taking out um, things in um, Afghanistan and places yeah. like that, you're like, well, fuck, that's, you know, you're watching that happen in real time. That's what we had left now. What was it like when, uh, when Alexander the Great stormed into a new place? Did he just leave everything standing or did he knock it all down and put up statues of himself? And take the know? new stuff, yeah. Yeah, but I also think to myself, like, you know, they didn't, like, think about some of the size of these things. It's not that easy as it is now to just take them down. It's not even that easy now to take them down. No, for sure. And that's why some of them are still standing well, sure. and everything else is gone. You know what's really interesting is, like, you'll go to uh, Italy, let's say. Okay. And they'll have a um, Egyptian obelisk. Like, a giant fucking... It's huge, you know? Okay. Tw 20 stories. And that was from when the... Uh, Romans went into Egypt, ransacked it, and took back like the prizes of war. Yeah. And think about how they they couldn't fly it back on helicopter. They it. had they to load it that. Boat. It's just crazy. Like that. That to me is insane. And why? It's one thing to build it. Yeah. But then to, to go and it. to bring it back, just so you have this. That just goes to show that these things, these whatever they brought back, must have had immense importance to them. Yeah. They must have really thought they were of some use to go to that much work to bring it back to their fucking home castle, you know? It says that. I mean, why not just take a picture and pour it out of concrete and recreate it, you know Or what whatever, I mean? that, yeah. That'd be cheaper. I think it's probably the same reasons, like, or maybe they just didn't understand that it had to do with where those things were and not what they built necessarily. Yeah, I mean, you could also argue that it's not even, like, it has nothing to do with that. You could just say, like, I don't know. They just wanted to take something home, but it just seems like a lot of work. No, 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 I agree. Yeah. Listen, but I think that, I, I think it's, we, we can't put, we can't even put our mind into that time as to why they did anything. You know what I mean? Like, why would you go through all the trouble of doing that? We could never... Can't fathom a thousand years ago. No, I no, no, for sure. It's the same way you can't like understand what aliens would do. That's yeah. Just because we're all humans, they were thinking a lot differently back. Like, why did they build Stonehenge? Those were people who, uh, you know, probably didn't have a lot of, uh, also when you have like resources at the time, if you have a million slaves, at your disposal, you're like, I don't know, move the big fucking rock. Put it on the boat, figure it out, get it over here. If not, half of you die. You know what I mean? Like it just... Or they were really practical things that they were doing. Like the pyramid, for example, the Great Pyramid. Mm -hmm. um, when you go inside, like I don't know if you've ever looked at a cross section of the pyramid. No. But it's like the... It's the... They were talking about it in this episode. It's the craziest building you've ever seen. It doesn't make any sense. It's got like a chamber at the bottom and then this weird like fucking hallway thing, but it's not a hallway. You can't walk up it that like runs up to the top. It's like a chute that's lined with um, some sort of metal. And then 
It's got a couple of little room thingies, but it's not, it wasn't meant as like a giant meeting place or a, you, you know what I mean? It had some function that, I mean, they have hypotheses, uh, hypotheses on what it was, but it would have been much closer to the water at that point. They know that the Nile would have come right up to the doors of the pyramid mm -hmm. and it would have all been green, which would have been really cool, but they think it was some sort of like um, power generating thing. And again, that would totally have to do with where it was as well as the way it was built. There's quite a bit before we get to that, but yeah, um, 53 miles of shelf space in the Vatican. Yeah, that's fucking bananas. Of, that's books. And you can only ask to see something you know is there. Insane. Is that counterintuitive to everything we know? Or Yes. It, it's a conspiracy theory, right? Well, I think it's a real conspiracy theory. But she should have brought up the fucking Pinker, who doesn't there are any. Anyways. I think it absolutely is because, again, these are people who have um, been the recipients of a lot of years of looting and pillaging. Yeah. They are the Not looters. Not years. The like, no, this is what I'm saying. They're, centuries. They are the, relative, the, the Sorry, long lost descendants, relatives, descendants. The descendants of the looters and pillagers. But... Yeah, no, I, I think what he what Joe was saying was right, is that there definitely was a fire at the Library of Alexandria because somebody burnt it to the ground. But I imagine that much of what was inside was taken. Well, that's and debatable moved. though, right? Whether it was an accident or it was a Oh, arson. I don't I don't know why it happened. But look, I mean I mean maybe. Maybe. Well it was weird to watch Joe get like physically upset watching the ISIS destroy. Like he was, yeah, he, he was, was bummed. He was feeling away, and I didn't quite feel it. But it's just like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? This sledgehammer to this statue, like going to help your cause, and then they all got killed anyway. So it's really sad that they did that. Again, I just think it's they've been doing that forever. It's just the way it goes. It's just the way it goes, and it sucks. Yeah, because. You know, we see these giant heads and these whatever, and you're like amazing. And those are the things that are left after countless um, peoples go through and destroy, you know? So imagine the amazing things that used to be on this planet. And still could be, but it's covered in sand. Or under ice in Antarctica or something. Is it possible there was a time when all sculptors just had small penises? Definitely. <laughs> yeah. like, this, this is the industry norm, babe. Yeah. What, what do you want from me to overcompensate? Um, Someone the, goes and gets one commissioned. He's like, can I get like a life-size penis? No. Absolutely no not. Yeah. a hog like that. <laughs> no, he'd be like, yeah, no, I'm definitely going to do that for you. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> And then you're just like, listen, it broke off. It was so big, it broke off. So I had to recarve this little one. Maybe that's it too. Maybe the dicks kept breaking off. Just too too big. A that is dick. very interesting. They just weren't good at their craft. Or when they made a big one, a girl come up with a sledgehammer. Yeah, or it was off. just, you know what I mean? So they're like, like listen. Like the Lorena Bobbits. That's how they did it yeah. back in the day. They I'm didn't taking cut. that dick home. Yeah. Interesting. You're just sick of your, your statues getting the dicks broken off. So well, kind of like, like how the Sphinx. Uh, I mean, it's a myth that. Um, Napoleon did it, but its nose did actually break off. Yeah, right, because it's an appendage, right? So you'd think so it would... Exactly, yeah. it was the softest part of the... Now that I like this theory now, actually. It's not terrible. The dicks terrible. just kept breaking off. It's very cool that the Sphinx 
they think used to be something totally different, though. It was... Again, it's sort of something and broken telephone. A full cat that. or something, panther, whatever. And then over time, like, a ruler came in and said, I want my face on Yeah, put my on face on the thing. cat. Fuck it. They fucking yeah. jacked that up. But and, and they did not know how to build it, so all they could do was... Uh, modify it. That's right. So it would make sense that uh, then why out of proportion the Sphinx is. Because mm-hmm. these were people who obviously understood geometry to like a T. They lined their <laughs> buildings up to the stars for fuck's sake and built the pyramids. I think they would be able to uh, understand proportion. So that would make sense why the face is so weird and small. You might understand proportion, though, but the slaves making it, you know what I mean? You're just like, I cannot get these slaves to build this the way I want. I mean, I think this makes way more sense. The crack of the whip will make you do what you're supposed to do. But what what they contend is that at the time, the population is hunter-gatherers, and they would have no time. Or ability to do like it, yeah, it would the, be so illogical for them. Like, let's stop and just build something. I mean, I know we gotta survive, but <laughs> no, something, no something time, and wouldn't have the know-how or the they weren't doing any of it that. They were hunting them. and gathering. Mm-hmm. But uh, what were we talking about right before that? I'm sorry. Keep uh, in mind, though. Again, maybe if you're a super advanced civilization, maybe you're up up and at them and done your hunting and gathering by noon, and then you're like, what do we do for the rest of the day? I don't know. Let's build a fucking pyramid. Let's uh, build something to worship the gods, or well, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know what we were talking about before, Simon, but um, as far as we think advanced means electricity. I mean, we think advanced means a lot of stuff. Do, but do, do you know what I mean? Like, that's our go-to. Like, well, they didn't have electricity. They can't be that advanced. But who knows what it was, especially because the, the holes that were drilled, they can't do that now. Yeah, that was, with, with that a, was a diamond crazy, yeah. drill, explain that. Do you know what I mean? Dude, some of this stuff, like, is absolutely unexplainable it just science doesn't even try and explain it because they don't have an answer for it the way they built some of these things the the way the rocks are joined like when you look at some of these not in egypt per se everything seems to be more um mortared in well and the same over and over but like uh walls in peru and places like that where the stones are gigantic so big, uh, tons and tons and tons each. And the way they're, they are like a, a Tetris puzzle. It would be how the fuck it's just impossible. And then when you look at like, um, I think I was telling you a couple of weeks ago about the stones in Balboa where one of these blocks is like, it's like, a. 300 tons or 3000 tons or something. The thing is so goddamn big. That you, it doesn't even make sense in our brains how we would go about doing any of this or why, you know? I mean, Simon, I'm also pretty sure there's a giant stone in uh, Norway that's just sitting on top of another stone in the forest. And I think they said they believe that maybe it like moved during the Ice Age, that it pushed it in there during the... Oh, no, for sure. Some I understand of these, these I'm not. I, I get that's not laser cutting. I understand. Um like, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the whale stones. It's somewhere no. in Asia, but it's these like four giant, uh, megalithic stones that just are in the middle of the forest. Interesting. Super weird. Where, which forest you said in Asia, I think it's somewhere in Asia. Yeah. That's pretty big. That's yeah, also weird. Though, only if you think the forest was there. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Just the same way he's saying the Sahara was green and the biggest lake in the world was there. Like, you, you can't believe that. So that the actual sand may be more unnatural. Uh, the claims that the pyramids were for housing kings and mummies is only 150 years old. Someone just said... Yeah, that's got to be it. This must be what it was with how limited... The, I, 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 there's this sort of thing like the closer you were to it, even if it's 150 years to 10,000 years ago, you might... The evidence, the first 48 hours, you know what I mean? <laughs> the first 150 years, you might have no, more, but I feel like we have more knowledge now with the LIDAR and stuff. And he he's adamant that they have nothing to do with... Um, Storing bodies, because there's the Valley of the Kings. Yeah, I mean, that's been disproven a long time ago. But again, a narrative that the Egyptian... Uh, Community would have you believe. Just sticks to, you know, that's what it is. But it well, obvious, like again, like I was telling you, that place is not meant for burials. It's meant for something totally well, different. Because they're, basically, an Egypt, Egyptologist is a, a expert in made-up history. Do you know what I well, mean? It's like guesswork. If, if what he says is true, they're claiming they're no like if I just come up with a theory and defend at the core, I'm an expert then too, and should be paid accordingly <laughs> to speak on that, which I've made up for you to believe. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 really a hole in our understanding where we came from. Uh, it's funny that um, they're talking about Galileo was almost killed, mm -hmm. put on house saying arrest. The Earth is not flat. Yeah, and we've sort of come full circle to. We were flat earthers. But there was a time where if you were to say the earth is round, you're a fucking loony bin. Up is down, down yeah. is up. It's all Lock them up. It all comes full I circle. I mean, it really doesn't seem to take that long anymore for these things to flip themselves. <coughs> oh, yeah. It, it's getting shorter it's and shorter. It's getting shorter and shorter, and shorter, and shorter right? Go down. Did he mess up the Cleopatra quote? No. 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 Cleopatra is closer, closer in time to us than... She was to the building, of the, building of the pyramids. But last time we did, it was Cleopatra to dinosaurs to to the. Um, no, there's Cleopatra? another dinosaur one where the T Rex is closer in time to us than it was to the Stegosaurus, oh, and that's yes, like yes. shows bad, you bad, how bad, long, bad, like bad, the crustacean and the crustacean. Mesozoic and yeah. all those different eras are. We talk about them like they're right next to each other, but they're millions and millions of years long. Something is the same way we can't grasp uh, when you're looking at the Milky Way, you're looking 1.5 billion years in the past. Like, you just can't. Yeah, I don't think you, that's true. What? <laughs> I've decided I don't think that's true. When you're looking at space, you're space not. Space and stars. It I, doesn't exist. Eddie I don't, Bravo in the house. No, I mean. Simon's not feeling it. I, I believe there's space, and I, like, I, I get that it's really far away. Yeah. But is it that far away? Like, <laughs> that you can see it? This is what I'm saying. Like we're, we're pretty super, super, I, I super feel, I, I, I don't know, man. The same way they lie about Egypt for whatever reasons they've decided to lie about it. I think they're making up stories about. Well, I think they've come this far. Stars. And it's too, it, 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 what do you do? What do you do now? What do you do if you've made your living off this? You go, actually, I don't know anything. Yeah. Like, no, the, what do the astronomers the do now? No, but here's the weird where thing. Where they have to admit that the stars are a lot closer than we thought. No, but here's the weird thing to me. Like, this is what I find odd is you. Okay, so let's say you're an Egyptologist. And what have you been doing the last 10 years other than digging up more shit? To, like, wouldn't you create, wouldn't you create a longer career by agreeing or, or at least 
investigating any new idea? Well, no, because all that disproves everything. Like, like, I think Joe said they should come and say, we got this wrong. Here's a new thing. that like, And we've said that. Like Jocko was saying last week about leaders say, we fucked it up. This is what we're going to do. Like, we believe that would be the best thing to do, and you'd get respect for that. But I think it's human nature goes, lie till you die. Yeah, but here's a weird thing to me is like, they use the textbook thing. Like, well, we can't just change the textbooks. It's like, guys, it's 2021. Why are we using textbooks? The kids can learn online. You can change it on the fly. And they write new textbooks all the time. I think it has to do more if I, like, I I don't know. I'm just taking a shot in the dark here. But like, you have... um, certain Egyptologists who specialize in um, the death portion where the, where they bury their dead and they just don't want to admit that what they've been saying for so long is completely incorrect, you know? And they also don't want to agree that like maybe um, 10,000 years ago, People were smarter than the people they were studying. I don't know. It's. I think it's just an ego thing, if, you know? It'd be chill if some of them do something on their deathbed. I was lying all along. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Like, I've never even been some, to Egypt. Some, some relief. <coughs> that, that, that'd be some sort of... <laughs> but I mean, me. doesn't the deathbed confession, it, it's just a suspect as... You know, do you really believe somebody who makes a deathbed confession? They could just as easily be lying as they are telling the truth, and you just give them credo because. Well, no, the the idea is that when fate, when facing death is like, I might as well like. There's no point. I've been harboring this for so long. Like, I see what Simon's like, saying though. It's like the old. If I'm going to do life in prison, I'm going to admit to to all the bodies that my friends have anyway, because they've already got me, right? So I'm just going to admit to every... Like, if Simon's... That's a pretty nice guy. If Simon's killed five people, and I know I'm doing life, I just cop... He's going to take the five. I cop to those bodies anyway, just because... That's not what I was saying, but thank you, Matt. I appreciate it. You know what I mean, like... And you're going to keep us... What's it called with the story you get? He's going to be out of some money and... Yeah, yeah, the commissary. Commissary. (laughs) Simon's sliding into my commissary. So My five figures. I'm not sure. Did he say that the the pyramids it took... Maybe 600 years to build? I don't think they have any clue how long it Between took. Between 20 years and 600 years. Yeah, it could have. <laughs> that's quite a wide berth. <laughs> yeah, you know huge, what I mean? Like Huge berth. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, I just don't think they have the information no, you're I looking get it. for. You yeah. Because I do think, like, now modern day stuff is way more impressive than the pyramids. Like what? The city of New York. That was built in 100 years. And, like, you see those, like, it's just, it's unbelievable. It's different because it's a slow process and we just, Take it for granted. But yeah. If, What's so also sorry but, from the past. I'd be like, what the yeah, fuck yeah, is yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. The way cities function with the sewage and the electricity and it's just not, everything. The super highways. Yeah. There are six levels. <laughs> yeah. Like, New York it's is stupid. New York is really crazy because, like, like south of, uh, I guess. Times Square, it's all like a, a jumble of like old Amsterdam style cobblestone streets, and then you can see where they were like grid from here up, mm-hmm. and then it's just I don't know, it's like, and well, like that, you said, that's the, where the gangs in New York would have or whatever that old, yeah, Soho, school. yeah, of course, the so meatpacking th- that's like more impressive. But what makes this more impressive is how, how was it not answered? You yeah. know, how they did this, they had 20 and they were huge cranes, yeah. they had bulldozers, and like, they were building sense. with bricks so that a normal human being could pick the brick up. You know what I mean? They could do the work. How were they moving the stone? That's the <laughs> the part about yeah the the buildings might be the same size 
but the stones are not the, the same The way to size. get there is not the same at all. Uh, he said the Sphinx may be 35,000 years old. I, don't I think they thought it's 50, didn't they say? Or they're not sure between 35 and be, 50? For it to be lined up when no, no, Leo no, no. was in the thing, it would have been 35,000 years ago. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, who the fuck knows how old any of that stuff Which is? Which no one right now in mainstream science would agree to as possible. Mainstream science, they say, I think the Sphinx is 5,000 years old or maybe 3,500 years old. And the pyramid, the Great Pyramid is 5,000 years old. Like that is the going, that's as far as they're willing to push it. And that's only been recently that they've even pushed it to 5,000 years. It used to be 2,500 years. Is that Christianity is 10,000 though? That no. sort of thing? No, no. Christianity is only Christ. 2,000 years. And there was, it was 2,000 years ago, it was Adam and Eve. No, was, no, they the think the world is like 5,000 years ago, right? I think it was 5,000 years Adam ago. Adam and Eve would have been a long time before that. No, they say 5,000 years. Oh, Creationists, really? yeah, okay. I think it's 5,000 okay, years old. Sure. Fine. So there's a, lot of, there's a lot of explaining to do, and there needs to be some event or, or discovery to ignite the excitement of the planet, which I don't think, like I said, Hancock's on the clock. Hancock's on the clock. Well, I don't really understand, like, okay, so the Sphinx evidence, for example, that's pretty good to me The as a layman. This idea that the uh, you can clearly see that this is rain that did this, yeah. not wind, not whatever, and it's not the type of rain that falls over from the rainfalls that we have. This is... A significant amount of water damage. Biblical. So they know it had to be from this certain time. Like this is all science saying that. So we're there, right? Like they, they can at least take you back that far. And then it doesn't seem to me, then you start looking at everything differently all through Egypt, right? Like if this is older than we thought, then everything may be older. It just seems so simple. And yet that never happens. And because there's no money in it. Like, I, I don't know what the answer is. Nobody uh, gives a fuck. Did you see how he just said his bit there and then mid-sentence put his feet up on the table? Yeah. I'm so glad we're not talking about Bigfoot right now because you have me with this because we have some evidence, but putting on the foot and that's a fact. <laughs> is that what that looked like? Well, Sorry anyways, but uh, nobody gives a fuck. Like, nobody cares. And I guess you'll probably say, like, how does this change my life? Is that your... Like, let's say they find out that civilization started. Yes, that will be my 50, answer. 50,000 yes, years ago yes. instead of 10,000 yes, or 5,000 years yes. ago. You're going to say, how does that change anything? Yes. It, whether it changes anything or not, um, it's fucking super interesting. And the fact that we have it wrong is weird. Like, we know so much. I agree. And we don't know that. But again, if it is 50,000 years old, I, I wish they would just admit like, well, listen, it's this old. We have no idea. We have actually no way of really knowing. Everything's a guess. That would be better. Because that's more realistic, right? Like, even Graham Hancock is like, I'm shooting fucking, you know. Like, I've heard him say it could be between 35 and 50,000 years old. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just don't know. Well, that's it what I'm saying. I mean, again, 15,000 years is a big fucking gap right there, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot more time than we've been around. That's what I'm saying. So, I, again, it's, you know, I don't know. Do you guys think we're like ostriches with their head in the sand about the fact that cataclysmic events are totally normal? Like yeah. It's totally possible Yellowstone volcano could blow up and end the world as we know it. It's totally possible it could be a solar flare because he said we're nine meals away from 
total extinction? I don't think you said extinction, but just the system falling apart to where it's no longer. To quote the great Graham Hancock, <laughs> we are a species with amnesia. Like we just, oh, we will never remember what we need to know because we were made to forget it. Yeah. Well, it's probably best for us as well, right? Is it? Well, okay. So if every generation lived in fear of a big bang or a volcano, I don't think we'd get much done. Or we'd just be much more prepared at this point. But how can you, when... but again, if we're talking about an element level event, you cannot be prepared. There's no, it's going to take everyone out, right? We agree with that? Well, instead of spending money that. fighting each other in silly little wars, we would all be pointing our nukes up towards the sky to make sure that we, you know, take no, out any comets that are coming could, our it way. it could be but Yellowstone. It, yeah, it, it could, could be Yellowstone. It could be something yeah, here already. It could, it could be. be a virus. But maybe could, they'd be looking into that. It smells bubbling. Like it, it's going to happen. Maybe in 20,000 years or whatever. We put a lot of our energy into things that have no uh, importance to I agree, really yeah. what goes on. Make hay yeah. while the sun shines, I Listen, guess. Listen, someone made a square I fucking, did. a square watermelon. No one needs that. And look, for the most part, yes, <laughs> for the most part, I imagine that uh, most people were caught, you know, just like we will be caught. Yeah. With our having focused our attention in the wrong places for the wrong amount of time. But like the guy was talking about, which I'm sure you're going to bring up, the city in Turkey that's built totally underground there. So, some some groups of people were well aware that things were coming. Simon, just think about Pompeii. Yeah. Like these people literally lived directly beside an active volcano. And I know it didn't like wipe out the world, but you know what I mean? Just boom, all of a sudden... Huh? Wiped out their world. Yeah, all of a sudden you're on. You're taking a shit, and the next minute you're well, yeah, dick and, deep in lava. And I'm sure they lived next to the volcano because it was a sacred site to them. Yeah, probably. There's probably some reason. Could it be interesting if they know that Jesus and Cyrus and Vishnu are all the same person, and they're just sitting on that? You know what I mean? That sort of screws up religions being like you're all the same and you're there's just different. a there's a whole uh group of thought out there that is exactly that kamar that jesus and every they're all just the same story being told which if any place that would have something that could verify that it would be the uh, vatican library which I you're mean, not allowed to look up because you don't know I, I don't know how you would verify that you know what i mean yeah. well he wants to do a Freedom of Information Act on the CIA to see what they know about Egypt, which leads you... I, again, I thought of Indiana Jones. There's no way they don't... Had some interest, like... The CIA? They'd want to go over there, see if there's a power source or, 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 or something. Kamar? Without a doubt, right? 1,000%. Of course, obviously. And I think it was proven... Okay, look. The Nazis were definitely interested. 100%. But, but every, it seems like every civilization Everyone's has been No, no, I'm just saying it was documented in this okay, yeah, case yeah. that the Nazis, very interested in what was going on in Egypt, um, very interested in what was going on in Antarctica. When the Americans won, those would have been the first places that they went to raid. You know what I mean? The places that they found interesting, that they had built bases at, or wherever, you know? And who knows what they couldn't find because it was looted or destroyed by someone 100 years prior or something. Well, if and that's another thing. Like, if you're leaving and you know your stuff is about to get taken over by a bunch of fucking animals, do you just break a lot of your own shit on the way out? Cut and run. Maybe. Burn your town so they can't get it? Like, I don't know. I mean... We'll rape our own women. You don't want them to be able to use your sacred sites, so you bury them, I guess, kind of like in the case of uh, 
Gobekli Tepe. Gobekli Tepe. Thank God you had to say that and not me. Because um, that's exactly what happened, right? Like that place was deliberately buried at least 20,000 years ago. Wait a second. We don't know deliberately, do we? It feels like to bury a city would be just as much trouble as building the city. They, yes. I could see an event. It could, feels like it would be no, more trouble. It was yeah, buried. A, a flood and sediment staying. And it was going buried off on purpose. Sense. It was buried on purpose. They have they have found proof that it was buried on just purpose. Just everyone had their own corner. <laughs> yeah. Guys, start digging and I, moving. Well, here's my theory. And where's the hole from the dirt that went? Here's, uh, I don't know here's my that. theory. Okay. That city that he talks about. The one being that was buried deep down. Okay. Do you not remember this? Oh, we're about to get there. Oh, okay. Well, so I'm going to lead you right into it. That city, very close to Gobekli Tepe. Like, I think it's only, if my recollection is right, it's only like 50 miles or something. So they would have been very close to each other. Um, Maybe that was, so they buried their holy site, the site of power. So nobody could find it, whoever it was that was coming to attack them or who was going to be around after the cataclysm. And they went into their underground city. That's where they spent their time waiting for the world to come back to normal. He said that this underground city would be for 50,000 people. Oh, that's a lot of people. Uh, Don't you think everyone should know about this? Like as a wonders of the world? It's amazing. You should see it, man. Well, Simon, I'm surprised, no, but like you should see them do the tour. Simon, I'm surprised you haven't uh, floated this out yet. That wouldn't it make sense for your alien? Like, think about it. So, if they think there's aliens and they have all these hieroglyphs of it, wouldn't people naturally try to build underground cities to avoid said aliens? Matt, that's hilarious. That's like an actual episode of Ancient Aliens oh, is about it? Okay. this spot. My bad. Is that their theory? The Ancient Alien guys is that that's why it's underground. And when you're looking at it. You don't know it's there. It's like they have these breathing holes that come up through the stone. You Hmm. would never know it was there. So if something was flying over top of you, you would be totally hidden. Something like a UFO mat in an alien invasion instead of a cataclysm is what he's getting at. Someone's got to go in there and make some sort of luxury hotel. Just just to bring attention to this. Do you know what I mean? Just for the wonderment of people. Well, the things that are built underground like that, like I don't, that one crazy. It's, they have places for animals. Like they were ready for the apocalypse. That's pretty much what was going on. We can't even do that now. But when you see some of the ones that were built in like uh, Asia. Yeah these underground caverns with these hundred foot roofs, you know, like so high and on the roof, these intricate carvings of these giants don't like none of it seems possible. None of it seems possible. Oh, that's what I was going to say earlier on. Um, A lot of the times it was slaves who were building, like they were part of the workforce, but a ton of people who built the pyramids weren't slaves. They were, employed it just whoever was in charge created a lot of jobs the same way building a city like new york would create a lot of jobs you'd have some illegal aliens who are being taken advantage of but you'd also have a lot of contractors and bricklayers and plumbers and you know what i'm saying i mean it should go with theories suggest Hmm. Yeah, I was just going to say, you have no fucking idea. Yeah. Saying, no slaves and some yeah. guys. And some guys are named Rick. Some guys are named Marty. But, you know, it was all a... Hey, listen, I'm just saying, like, it wasn't the Jews who built the pyramids. It wasn't the... It wasn't just a big 
workload of or slave nothing load nothing of Jews. It I'm was taking. there were a lot of people. The Jews were probably involved because probably. they were the prisoners at the time. Yeah. But there were a lot of people building. That's all I'm saying. I'm with you. I imagine that's how. Anyways, anyways, go on. Come on. Two thousand dollars to do a tour of the pop, the pyramids. It's a lot. That seems like a bit of a cash grab, right? And they're lying, and they're making stuff up, and <laughs> there's a fucking tunnel that's blocked off, and you cannot go. But I think that two thousand dollar tour gets you to places like it doesn't just cost two thousand dollars to go to the pyramids. You think you can go for less? Oh yeah, I, I don't you think you can, go can for less. I think. Because you said that French couple fucked on the top of the pyramid. That's why you can't walk so up can't, the pyramids so anymore. The freedoms have been restricted. And I think the cost has been increased. And hopefully it's like paying to kill a rhino. You pay $2,000 to help well, that's preserve what thinking, what's yeah. left of the pyramids. But that still seems like a conspiracy theory to me. That Well, yeah, it just seems like it gets goes to block more doorways off from the public <laughs> to be able to see. But you know what's crazy? Like, and here, here's a real live conspiracy. You don't even have to go far for. There is definitely 100%. There is under both paws of the Sphinx. There are these rooms they found that they didn't know existed before, but now they do because of LIDAR. Okay. And they will not go in and examine them. The Egyptian Egyptologist has made up some like bogus reason why nobody gets to go in and see. Like, what the fuck was in those hands, you know? <laughs> what if they open it up and it's a total cheesy souvenir shop? Like they knew what they're doing the whole time. It's like Jurassic World and there's little <laughs> mini pyramids and King Tut replicas and they were just like selling the shit out of themselves. And they don't want to show like it's the same. Every generation it just, just came the sells whole their ass around. out. Yeah. It, it turns out that inside the Sphinx was actually like a giant casino. Wally World. <laughs> it was actually Vegas. Yeah. Egypt was Vegas. Yeah, I like that. That'd be something I'd want to hide. That's a real like uh, Planet of the Apes coming full circle. Yeah. yeah. I don't hate that. I, I don't mind that either. When we, we can write that. We can write that. We, we could make that. That's something Mel Brooks would do. It's, that's what like I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's so weird that you're talking about Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks's son... Um, who wrote World War Z. Really? Is, yeah, so weird. Mel Brooks' son writes World uh, War Z. Movie mogul's kid was involved in movies? That's so he just, but it wrote, just you, I would have assumed he would have gone the comedy route like his father and not... His books. new book is called The De-Evolution and it's about Bigfoot. And it's amazing. I suggest everybody read it. But mm -hmm. that's just interesting. That uh, Are we done, Kamar? We got to move on soon. Oh, there's a lot more, but oh wow, um, amazing! What? Well, th th look, the last one I, I don't even. The want last to one is zero. Um, I get it, but for the ad, it's got to be okay, at a okay, certain okay. point. You know Maybe what I mean? We could take your ad and pick this back. Maybe we should split this one in half. <laughs> um, no, no, we'll try to go. <laughs> Never so, to be done. So before. when this started, um, they're talking about these underground civilizations. Guys are grabbing silos now. Well, there's places. There's possible places that would be ideal. If you want to weather, Joe said, if the thing comes, I want, I want to hit me in the face. Yeah. He's like you drive the motorcycle off. Exactly. Yeah, me too. I agree. You, you want it. You want to, but wait, that's Joe says that. Yeah. Till it, till but it he's prepared, but he's the, the most prepared out of everybody. He's prepared for the, the thing. Like he's prepared for the power going out for two weeks. He's not prepared for a meteor hitting I, and like ash in the sky. He's not prepared for that. No, I mean, that's different. But if it's like the power, yeah, the power going out or zombies, I think Joe would be really good with zombies. 
Uh, I think he'd be pretty he good. He has yeah. tons of guns. Leg he has kicks. Tons of swords. He's just leg chopping zombies left, right, and center. Gah, neither, gah. neither you guys watch Finch that I was talking about last week? Uh, I tried, but with Chico, it's impossible. What, afraid of what is Finch? No, he's got a dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh, the whole movie, Chico's just losing his shit. Just What was Finch? I forgot. The Tom Hanks film Finch where he's got the AI a, robot. He's like Apocalypto. a... Apocalypto. Did yeah. you get to see where they build the robot? No. Dude, it, we watched like 10 minutes. Mary and I both dog. said, though, we were like, we're, we want to watch this. In any event, it just, it just gives you a taste of what a total dystopian would be like. In it. It'd be pretty hard. If you have no one to talk to, that you got to build a machine to keep company. It's just a dog that looks at you. Um, yeah, if you're all by yourself, I mean, that's a whole different story. But do you think you've taken steps you to prepare yourself for end of days? Hard, so? no, no, zero. I, thank God, thank God. I, I was worried you were going to say actually, I have a yeah, very, a very loose plan. <laughs> you have a plan? Well, you're more prepared than I am. A very loose plan. No, if the power goes out, Kamara, I'm fucking done. You're going to see me at your land. Actually, no. My my uh, my brother in law has a bunch of uh, provisions. And you probably know some properties you can go run Rukshan and get your hands on a boat to hide out for. A while. Maybe I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I don't know. Uh, pandemics have caused probably the most mass death. I thought that was interesting. You know what I mean? It is another normal thing. Yeah. The spreading of disease and, and these civilizations being wiped out possibly by it. So we're very fortunate to counter stars. I love how Joe is giving white people a pass. He's like, it's not like we did it all intentionally. Like most of it was just, you know, kind of like it was going to happen. Oh, I would say just the lack of understanding of science. It was like, yeah, I get it. There could be a correlation like, geez, everywhere we go, yeah, everyone man, dies. Yeah. Maybe it's us. <laughs> um, global cooling is the biggest thing we got to be afraid of. Yeah. Going back to an ice age. Well, global warming is is, is the, the, the soup du jour, but... Well, global warming is the one that will get us if we are, like, un, uh, uninterrupted by a meteor, you know? Yeah. But as soon as that hits, it's the cold that... And then it's it's just game over, it's so... It's too late, yeah. Like, hey, like that, that's why there's such fucked up shit. Listen, like, if a meteor hits... going to hell in a handbasket. If a meteor hits the earth... It land, hits any ocean, the wave is just going to take everyone out. Except like, for like a layer, Laird Hamilton. Just, just, yeah. He's like, like Bodie and fucking Gloria, Point Break. Yeah. Like I was thinking about aliens the other day. Like uh, You? When aliens actually do come okay. and they're just giant, all of a sudden there's a giant spaceship in the sky over pick your city, you know? Yeah. Or if it's like uh, Contact, you know? Okay. Is that what it's called? Contact? With Jodie Foster? No, 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 no. Um oh. You're talking about the one with the ginger and Nighthawk? Yeah, 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 and Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, uh, Hawkeye, yeah. Whatever it is. Uh, you know, all of a sudden they're over all the major cities. Yeah. Um, what do you, like, are you, what do you do? Are you, do you think at that point I better get to my safe space or do you go about living your life like normal and just see what happens or what's your plan? Depends how many DVDs you have in your safe space. So I'm probably going for it. I think oh, it depends. Like, again, I think, like... My my point is, my point is... Yeah. One of two things is going to happen. Either we're going to go into chaos, which probably happens within, like, a week or so, mm -hmm. or that's just going to be the new norm and we're going to learn to live with aliens, right? But what do you do? Like, what's your initial thought? Mine is get the fuck out of town. I'm going the diehard route. 
you know, the guy who tries to make friends with, I'll sell out humans. Like, yeah, you want to eat baby, the steak. Yeah. You're the, me, you're the familiar, the vampire yeah. familiar. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, nobody likes you. It's uh, true. I don't know, Simon. Like, Not I mean, even I, the vampires. That's my point. Like, Kamar has land. I don't. I don't know what I do. I mean, uh, it's it's a weird thought. But but try and put yourself in those shoes for a second. Like, you walk out of here, you look at your phone, and there's a fucking giant cube over New York. Maybe it's not near us yet, or over Tokyo. And you know the whole world is about to change. Like, the whole paradigm of what you know is about to alter. Do you stay put and wait to see what happens? I have no choice. Well, I, I have to stay put, so. You have to. Yeah, I stay put, unfortunately. You turn on. You turn on CNN. You try to turn on the news. Oh, this is hilarious! Like you can't you look turn on, on CNN, CNN to see if the aliens are there because obviously <laughs> they'd be lying about it. <laughs> so where do you go to find out what's going on over Tokyo? You got to go to Tokyo. You got to see it with your own eyes. Well, I don't know. Mm, that's interesting. That's um, interesting. If you can't see it with no, that is really interesting though. If you can't see it with your own eyes, are you willing to like uproot yeah, you your whole it? world, yeah. or do you just at that point say, well? Well, we'll, I guess we're gonna have to see what happens if it's coming here. We'll then get into that with Pinker with. But it sounds a lot the like the vi uh, the virus, right? Because at the beginning, because that's kind of how I felt, right? Like they were talking about it, yeah, in China mm -hmm. and people dying on the streets, and you were like, ah, oh, whatever. It you know, it's not here. It's bad there, but things are always bad there. They wear masks all the time, they only you know. Built 10 and then next thing you know, they're, again, I thought that was fucking propaganda. Everything's on the up and up. I'm sure. The uh, my point is uh, anyway. The annual uh, mummy trade is between two and six billion dollars. <laughs> That's insane, people, and it's all rich families buying it. People want their mummies. You have all the money in the world. Yeah, the, where on acquiring but, ancient Egypt artifacts are you? But hold on, you know I'm low. I mean? But I thought about it. If Simon has a billion dollars. I don't think I'm buying a mummy. No. I'm buying some like I'd buy a You want a Bigfoot's paw, a bone, a tooth, something I like would that. definitely buy dinosaur bones. Like I don't I've never felt more disconnected and connected to Joe at the same time as he was talking about that buying that question. house with the Velociraptor in it, which I went and looked at. That's like a twenty six million dollar house. Um uh, and the dinosaur's not that big. Well it's a raptor. But it's fucking cool, man. The disdain. It's a full <laughs> raptor. But Joe said he would not be able to leave the house. Like, he could suck his own dick because he had a. Well, I wouldn't blow the dinosaur, but that's pretty fucking cool, man. Hey, Joe, do you want to go to the water park? No, I'm just going to hang out with the fossil a bit more, you know? That's what I would do. I would sit there and I would smoke joints with the fossil. Yeah, okay. You guys are both <laughs> fucked up. Uh, so he. I did discredit himself, but he should go. Oh, before I go, I got to tell you a DMT story. I, I just don't think that was necessary. I agree. But he's sort of like. Everyone does it. It sort of it just bummed me. I was like, no, not you, dude. Yeah. Not Jimmy, Jimmy, not Jimmy. You he really shoe Corsetti. Yeah, he really shoehorned that Jimmy, in there, didn't you he? Yeah. So well, but he contends that the pyramids are a power plant. Yeah, which is a game changer, and that they may be a code puzzle, like on a bigger level than like what you see is like the whole thing is like. Well, remember we were talking about special places in the earth and ley lines and how they built certain things in certain places. And you always assumed like, oh, well they built it there because whatever, uh, that's where the stars were or whatever. But remember too, that we're assuming that most of these things were built on top of things that were already there. Yeah. And maybe too, 
many of these things were built where they were because something was already there, be it a giant stone or something they thought to be um, of of note in some regard. I think one of the weirdest things you said, and this is a wrap it up, is that there's no glyphs in the pyramids. You yeah. just assume it's full. You, I thought it was, yeah. There's you know only I mean? one pyramid that has any hieroglyphs at all. But even inside, are they on the outside? Like No, it's just in like the doorway. Or I've whatever. always assumed, out of just believing what you're told, that it's all over. I thought it was too, for things, sure. But yeah. it's not. Oh, no, they have tons of glyphs. They're just not in the pyramids. Well, but, which leads me to believe glyphs and pyramids might have nothing to do with each other. As we said, it may be early. It could be thousands of years separated, yeah. So. Thousands and thousands and thousands yeah. of years, yeah. depending on. So someone just showed up and said, "Wow, by. who built this? <laughs> I'm going to make it look like I did by chipping yeah. this." And uh, Matt was here. I built this. Well, I, that's what they think. The whole pyramid. Uh, what's his name? They think it's dedicated to some guy, Khufu. And lots of people now think that that's not even the case, that this guy just showed up and said, this is my pyramid, put my name on it. Because those are the only hieroglyphs in the thing, and they mention this guy Khufu. But again, if you were taking ownership of something, you'd be like, scribe, go throw my name on that yeah. shit. And you know? he said, do you think it's accurate that the pyramid's made of two million stones? Like, who fucking counted that? Well, I'm sure they can figure it out. Sure, it's an estimate, they, but yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't want to be the guy like... yeah. I quit. <laughs> I'm at 100,000 stones. There's a lot more. Yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah. I did the due diligence. But as, right. Sorry. No, go ahead. As always with the ancient civilization discussions, we are left with more questions than answers. Of course. Rate it, boys. Uh, I give it a three and a half. I mean, just based on the content. Yeah, you have to go I like. I have to give it like a four or three. Wow. Woo! He wasn't my favorite. He said, Joe. So many well, times. He's fanboying Joe, out. I think he held Joe. it together. No, you know when somebody talks to you and they're saying your name too much? Yeah. He said Jamie you, a lot too. you feel it. Like this guy was saying Joe too much. I almost feel like it's uh, someone's big timing you when they do it. I don't think big timing. I think like this guy thinks this is like a psychological. Like he's sales, trying to like play like out, gotcha. play a yeah, thing yeah, on yeah. me. Okay. He heard somewhere that by saying my name, he's making me feel more at ease. But it's actually yeah. getting my prickles more. Oh, no, but gotcha. it made Joe at ease, but it. It gets you on your... Kamar, it is. Matt, it is. Okay. Word is born. Kamar. It is. It is. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to pay some bills. Did I read it? Oh, oh, I'm so sorry, Kamar. My apologies. <laughs> Jesus, I'm so sorry. I give, it a, I give it a three. Okay, excellent. Only a three. Only because I thought it was going to be all about Atlantis. But oh, now, he didn't talk about Atlantis at all. Wait, no, well, he, neither did he, he so this isn't fair. It. It just, well, they did. They, they started, but it was it. like a misdirect anyways. Yeah. Uh, we should have spoke on Atlantis. It's fine. Either way. All right. Well, we're going to pay some bills, and maybe when uh, the post show rolls around, we'll give you some Atlantis. Or right. maybe after we'll do a part two. No. Okay. We're going to pay Who some knows? bills. Who knows? We'll be right back uh, for part two. Guys, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Are you feeling depressed? You feel anger? Maybe it's anxiety, stress, eating away at your life. Maybe it's a self-esteem issue. Uh, do you feel like there's something preventing you from achieving your goals? I know for me, uh, I had a wicked drinking problem in my 20s, and uh, it would have been nice if there had been someone there to help. Luckily, I overcame it, and I can tell you right away, I feel much better. That's where BetterHelp comes in. Uh, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own professional licensed therapist. Uh, it's so convenient. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. 
Uh, you can usually start communicating with someone in under 24 hours. So that's good. You'll get that timely and thoughtful help that you need. Uh, this is not a self-help website. It is professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor at any time. Uh, as well, you can schedule weekly and video phone sessions. Um, we know that during COVID, the last thing you want to do is be going into a doctor's office, sitting in a waiting room, putting on the mask. Um, no one wants that. That's where BetterHelp is perfect. It's all done online, super convenient. Uh, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and they offer financial aid, and they're available worldwide, which is wonderful. Uh, there's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available locally in many areas. You never know. You may live in a rural area. Um, they may not have a specific type of uh, counselor that you're looking for. So that's where BetterHelp also comes in handy. Uh, they offer licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, as you name it. That's a lot of checked boxes. Uh, anything you share is, of course, confidential. Uh, the website is convenient, professional, affordable. They do have testimonials on their website if you want to go check it out. Uh, they have so many people using BetterHelp right now that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So also, if you're a counselor and uh, you're having tough times during COVID, maybe head over to BetterHelp and see if you can get yourself a job. You never know. Uh, if you want to start living a happier life today, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E. Join over 1 million people taking charge in their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash J-R-E-E for your 10% discount off your first month. Guys, go check them out. Thank you so much. Guys, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by The Long Game with LZ and Leitch. We are delighted to bring you this new sports podcast. The intersection of sports, culture, and politics is at the heart of the new weekly podcast, The Long Game with LZ and Leitch, because sticking to just sports in 2021 is simply not possible. Sports extends beyond what happens on the field, court, or pitch. It's in everything, which is why LZ Granderson and Will Leitch cover the expanding world of sports and how the events on the field affect events off the field and vice versa. New episodes are out every Wednesday, so you can head over to therecount.com or your preferred podcast platform to listen to all episodes right now again that's the recount.com or wherever you get your podcasts the show is called the long game with lz and leitch go check them out thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show don't forget to go check them out link will be in the description now back to the show we're back thank you You're to back. our sponsors and uh I, we're just for the full sake of disclosure here kamar is just reeling thank off you, of a thank you thank you kamar is just reeling off of a huge detroit win over my vikings just disgusting Takes stuff. a big team i didn't think it was possible but and i lost a 2188 dollar card because i it was the last leg of i needed the under oh good under oh, 49 good. and it went over very over you lose and now you win in vegas just, no, I'm never going to win in Vegas. Just for uh, part two, um, do you guys believe in uh, Atlantis? You think there was actually an Atlantis? Um, I don't know what this means. Like, yeah. was it actually a city that is in the bottom of the ocean? No, 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 yes. no. Uh, not a place with mermaids. Was it like, in, was it a civilization that existed? Like they kind of said where no idea. it was the brightest no. of the bright. And I cannot say no. They had created a culture that, you know rivals our own in 
advancement. Well, if it's an underwater city, obviously it rivals It wasn't us. an underwater city. That happened after the cataclysm. It got buried. Under I mean, the Simon, sea. I'll put it to you this way. Even the lore of it being like, you know, advanced, and I get it. We have different, you know, meanings of what advanced means, but it could just be at the time. Like, oh, they're super advanced for the time. I don't know. I, I don't know. It, there's probably was. I'm, I'm asking you, what's your like feel on the whole as thing? As far as was it a city at the bottom of the ocean? I don't think so. Was there maybe a lost city of Atlantis? Probably. I mean, can't say no. And but. then off of that, do you believe in mermaids? No, I think they were walruses and horny pirates. That's what you're going with. Drunken pirates having sex with okay, walruses. I gotta do something. What movie is that from? It's from a movie. Anyways. All of the movies. Um, and you, you. So you don't really you don't believe in mermaids. You're. I don't. Apart believe in from mermaids. your joke. As much as I believe in unicorns. Well, do you believe in unicorns? I must. I'm Scottish. Okay. I must. <laughs> Anyways, not that the two have anything to do with each other. Just wondering. Okay. Non sequitur Simon. 1743, Steven Pinker. A bit of a party pooper, this one, eh? Yeah, I hate Was Steven he? Pinker. There is no <laughs> well, doubt you, about you, that. You liked No, Pinker. I hate him. I hate him. No, but you, we liked him the first time around. Yeah, I'm wondering if I did, though, and <laughs> I just... Like, I don't like Steven Pinker at all. I, I find him obnoxious. Bit of a stick in the mud. I gotta say this. I was like infuriated until they finally brought up Epstein. Okay. Yeah, that took the longest time to get to. But it doesn't matter. But my point is, I have to bring that up right off the bat. But everyone was on the edge of seat, like, ooh, he might have picked up the wrong thing because he brought it up. He brought it up. I'm aware, yes. I'm wondering if Joe would have ever talked about it. And there was a fear that Joe wasn't going to address it with him. And then what I assumed Joe wouldn't have. Because we know prior to this coming in, Steven Pinker is associated with. Epstein, but I think he brought up to tactically. Well, I, I thought it was a total fraud. And oh, yeah. I it, just, but wait, we, there's so much before that. <laughs> but I mean, again, in Joe's he, defense, Joe has to go along with his, like, I thought he was a fraud because that's what Weinstein said. You know what I mean? So Joe can't call Pinker on it, but then, but then at the same time, back Weinstein. You have to kind of. But in your head, you can uh, call Pinker on having a lot of time to line up his ducks and have sure. a statement for sure. if addressed. Of course. But, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll when you do a little bit of research on Pinker, you'll find out exactly how much this has affected him. You know what I mean? Oh, so, he's pissed. He's anyways, pissed. go on. Let's start at the beginning. Yeah. He's 67 years old. I think that's sort of telling that he's sort of like an older guy, like old curmudgeon. Retiree. Um, really into photography. Well, that must yep. appeal to you. That's a lost art. Did you ever, you, you've done real photography. At some point in your life, in a, um, develop your no own, in a dark. I've never done a dark. Oh, room. really? No. I've done dark room. It's a really room. cool process, right? It's very labor intensive. Yes, but it's like it's magic, in that the yeah the chemicals make the reactions happen. You set all happen, the aperture you, stuff. And yeah, that you can decide on the thing. Yeah. Then you got to take that off. Then you got to get another piece of super light sensitive paper, flash that on, and then take away what is not the thing, and that's just gone. Well, I'm mean, gonna no, someone's still doing that somewhere, but. Digital has just changed that forever. I mean, Kamar, there was this photographer on the Nine Club. It's the skateboarding podcast. And he was talking <laughs> about how they were asking about this iconic photo he took at the Hubba Hideout. And he's like, he's like, this is back in the day when it was filmed. So he's like, he told the story. I'll make it quick. He's like, I took the photo and then I carried the film in my pocket because he's like, I didn't trust anyone. He's like, but I didn't know how any of the photos turned out. I didn't know if the exposure was right, if the lighting was whatever. Um, so he's like, I had to carry them around for like a week and a half on this trip. And then when I got home, you have to cut off like a small piece of the print negative. of the negative to get it developed to see, right. Then they can test like, 
So he's like, I had to get a piece tested and it came out too dark. So I had to get them to bump it up a stop. And he's like, and then there was just, either way, it's, yeah, Simon's right. It was not, I don't know if it was, I think digital is the way to go in this day and age. Well, it's just so crazy that you would take the picture and not know. Have no idea, yeah. No idea if you got the shot or whatever. You could develop a whole roll of garbage. So that made that person real skilled because now if you go to a wedding or anything with a photographer, it's, yeah. Uh, for the people that's at home, I'm showing someone take a picture, then look immediately at the screenshot to see if they got it. So it's really taking the skill away. 3D TVs came and went. I have one. And there's just no... There's no content. Content made for it because it sucks. Yeah. Anything... <laughs> does anything exist that you watch? is like, oh, that's kind of cool. Kamara, like when I bought it, I didn't know it was 3D. I opened the box and four pairs of glasses fell out. I was like, what the oh, fuck is glasses. this? Yeah, you have to. Well, of course, you have to wear glasses. I'm thinking there's a there's a point where it's going to be no glasses. The only single thing that I ever played 3D like was a video game because Call of Duty had uh, it was 3D. It was, but you know how 3D they go out of their way to show a log come out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Very rarely is the 3D part of the story. It's just we add this in so the song goes like that when they're in the theater, or like tang tang or whatever. That's why I love Jackass because they did like. They shot the dildo at the camera. You know what I mean? So it was like, like I think that just, what they just used it hilariously. That just seems like a technology that should be like a hologram. Or, do, you, do you know what I mean? I just think we don't care enough. Yeah, that, that's possibly. Or there's, again, there's no money in it or it's too expensive to develop. We have enough nukes, agreed? Yeah. Like, everyone who's making nukes should be finding Atlantis. I don't think they're making nukes anymore. I oh, think yeah, for selling sure. As long as there's a military budget, they're making the nukes. black market. And that's even if you believe in nuclear missiles in the first place. You don't believe in nuclear missiles? Let's hear this. No, but there's a conspiracy theory out there that there are no nuclear missiles, that all nukes are just kind of like agreed upon. Um, Massive bomb, like just huge TNT. Threats. Okay. It's just to keep. So what about Hiroshima? Places and well, they're line. saying that was a hydrogen bomb, possibly. Mm-hmm. It's a giant I bomb see. that we've just never got nukes. That that's it was all stuff to make sure we never use nuclear energy to hmm. for whatever reason. And you okay, if it was a nuke, wouldn't that be like crazy radiation there, like a no go zone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Like Chernobyl. Yeah. After this yeah, many yeah, years, things point. are growing again. The deer are running again. With three eyes. Like, is that no? Is that <laughs> even possible? You know, no. that's a good question. Because yeah. there were no nuclear explosions. So there's huh. one of the things he attributes like to is it may be uh, musical artists uh, saying about the dangers of nuclear, Springsteen and Nash and Young, whatever. That much of an impact that it made a consciousness think nuclear is bad. And that's an example of um, good CIA intentions shit. going. Or, yeah, winds of change, man. Whoa, whoa, no, why would the CIA what want about, to what put about out like anti- well, First of all, what if Russia was way ahead of them? Russia's way ahead of the... Of the U.S. Let's say Russia, as far as their nuclear technology, they could power all of Russia for free or for very cheap and clean. And then they could potentially sell that energy to other countries and become a superpower. Well, that would be dangerous, but also then they would be forced to follow suit. That too, sure. And if their whole economy was driven by a different power source, if I we can't see have why. it, no one can. Would that be their even big oil thinking? 
No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying they, they're so tied up in an alternate form of energy. This is just... Well, yeah, I guess so. Or big oil could... Because big oil has so many resources, <laughs> they could be the power that... Now we were a nuclear company. Like, make that switch. And anyways... I mean, I've always made that argument, too, that it would just be as easy for them to just take their giant bags of money and make a switch over, no problem, but... To solar or whatever yeah, they wanted but to be people don't tend, Yeah. I know, but that's like thinking that by that logic, you're thinking that they're like a different entity. Whereas if they're the same thing, if, if the, the oil companies and the government are the same thing, then right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But even then, even if they are the same thing, they could just as easily be like, we have all the money in the world. We'll just switch over to this. I know. Why would they have to, I guess is my point. Why have to spend any money to change over when they can just keep making all the money they're making? I guess, sure. Like, what do they fucking care? In any event, it's... Just for optics? It's, uh, it's that know? total human nature thing that we have this possible super solution to all our problems, <coughs> and we tiptoe around it like, uh, just if only we could do nuclear. But we can, but we don't. He said there's no... Uh, some countries have nuclear weapons, but they don't have nuclear power plants, and vice versa. There isn't the biggest connection that... If you have nuclear power, then you can make nuclear weapons. Right. No, of course not, because they're buying said nuclear weapons just off the black market. It doesn't then mean that you can take that missile and run your country's power off it. That'd be sick. You just jerry-rig it. (laughs) Put this into the power. Get the jumper cables. Just work it out. And I still think that nuclear waste could either be launched off the planet... Space exists. Nuclear waste. If, yeah. if okay. space exists, or I like it, or shot down to the core of the planet. Well, I don't think you want to shoot it down to the core of the planet. <laughs> Drop it in a fucking volcano. I think that would probably be like the worst thing you could possibly. Because you do. think the radioactivity stuff? That I think really dumb. the would go explosion into lava and spread it out would cause that whatever it was to erupt, and then you'd have a whole different problem on your hand. At least you're shooting it into space. If space exists, idea. Is, you, guys are you know, it's that's not going to affect us so much, I guess. I mean, they already shot one nuke into space. It, it just seems like the efforts to for climate change and carbon credits and all this stuff, all that energy towards fourth generation nuclear is the way out. I mean, if the universe is endless, if why don't they just like send their garbage out into like the farthest distance of space. And then they'll never have to worry about it. It's actually, you'll never have to worry about it for what do they say? Like millions of years, right? That's how far those stars are away from us. And why would it maybe not just end up in a star and be incinerated? The whole, I think yeah, there's a chance of that, will, that to too. No, it, that can't happen. Kamar. Those stars are dead. They're already burnt out. Not By bad. the time it gets there, it's going to just crash into a meteor, I guess. I'm not a scientist. No, but I mean that... I'm really having a problem with the stars. Existing? The glowing stars, and I'm looking up at something that has actually been dead for millions of years. That doesn't jive with me in the slightest. You're of the mind There's, that that's still there, if I, you can see it. Yeah, there's just no part of me that is like... Oh yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I accept it because that's what I've been told to accept for a long time. But I just like if if you're asking me logically, I I can't. That doesn't make it. It doesn't cut the mustard. And conversely, like Jimmy said, we are made out of stardust. So that thing that you see that does exist, we are made out of. 
Yeah, I mean, I uh, that whole thing is just a whole other ball of wax. You don't want to entertain that. Well, it takes us back to that whole question from last week where, like, um, if we're just particles and particles are moving, you know, and they're then why can't we just kind of disappear and then become somewhere else, right? If that's what a particle I would, I would do. argue that's now. And if it can be in two places at once, does that like... That could still happen. Is that what dreaming is? Are you just catching a glimpse of you living that parallel life? I always like to think that it could be this is a dream and when you're dreaming, that's actually when you're awake. This is the dream. I mean, why are we spending so much time in the dream portion then? Like why? You, you know what I mean? The real universe dimension is fucked up. Yeah, I mean, maybe. And this just feels normal to us or simpler. Well, th- we've just become accustomed to believing that we're supposed to be awake more than we're asleep. Yes. <laughs> That's interesting. Mocha. That's interesting. Um, I like that. Right as they start talking about this, I went past a bunch of wind turbines. Yeah. You've got to imagine the energy to make that thing. They're huge. Yeah. Like the train went right... A huge. There's a big field outside of Kingston. I think his store looks cool. I don't think it's the biggest eyesore that Joe. Oh, yeah, Joe terrible. sounded like he was made like he was sold by Big Oil on that one. He was. They're ugly. I mean, who cares if they power? Imagine if you powered your country with just wind. Do you really care about? But I, I what I'm saying is I don't think you can. Or someone would be doing it. Costa and I, Rica. And, okay, I stand corrected. But more, I was thinking it must take like ten years for a wind turbine to produce the energy it takes to make it. Those things are not very efficient at all. Not the ones we have anyways. I, I know that. But imagine fact. the resources, energy to build that thing. To build one of those wind turbines? Yeah, it's not just made by hand. It's it's No, but that's what I mean. But like, even then, if it, let's say it had, but if it had a 50-year lifespan, Kamar, is that worth it then? So, so like if it generated if, power for 50 if years. If magic number it takes 10 years to pay for itself and then you get 40 years out of it, yeah, I guess so. If that's the case. We're just dealing with ifs here. Uh, it's interesting how we're afraid of radiation, but we do use it to kill tumors. Like again, this whole like we have a a irrational because that's what his book is about: rational fear of radiation or what it is or when we can use it or can't use it. That's true. You know when you go to get an X-ray, yeah, they put the bulletproof vest on and you and get behind a fuck, and then they get behind like a bulletproof door. Absolutely, but like I don't know about you. I mean, I imagine you've probably had a lot of them. Have you had a lot of them? I've had a lot of x-rays, but well, CT you, scans you and shit like that. You were for yes. that little bit of time there, yeah. and then with your butt, you know? Well, And they put they put the, the Kevlar or whatever, the <laughs> but lead. I've, I've had a lot of x-rays. But they always yeah. put the lead blanket on your cock. They do put the lead blanket on <laughs> Well, they usually put it on your cock. chest and your... It, <laughs> Yeah, and your dick. I want to make yes. sure it's covered this. And like, what's going on here? Oh, don't worry about it. But they don't put it on your face. They don't put it on your brain. The whole That's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's like a mask thing. I don't think the fucking lead thing is doing anything. I think it's because they also know. They're like, have you flown this year? And you're like, yeah. They're like, oh, well, that was like getting 686 million that's of these right. things. So I guess because I don't fly, I could get a lot of x-rays. Yeah, you can have a few. Yeah, for I sure. I will fucking just take vacations at the x-ray plant. Have you ever used uh, a weighted blanket? Yeah, they're the best. I Isn't could, it the best? I couldn't yeah. do that. 
Because you don't like when your feet are tucked in at the end of the bed? I don't like, like, I don't want to feel the blanket it on It feels like the like world's that. hugging you. Oh, it's That's great. Just it weird. is so great. I'd feel, nice. I'd feel claustrophobic. No, it, two but, against one for I'll, weighted blankets. I'll tell most of you out there, if you can, if you can get your hands on one, get a weighted it's blanket. The best, They're the great. Best, eh? Yeah, it's, it's great. It's, really? It's a friend that really doesn't nice, call back yeah. to you, man. It's so comfortable. They're really nice. Folding them is a cunt because they weigh like 40 pounds. <laughs> you need to get yourself, yourself, you need to get yourself a pillow. One of those pillows that's shaped like a woman. It's got arms, and then you hang on to it while you sleep, and you can throw the arms around you, you know? So it yeah, feels but like someone's hugging you. That's me, uh, you know, star for affection. It feels like the blanket is hugging you. It it's different. Back, this right? is better. It's not like a hug. It's more just like a, a compress. It's like being in the womb, but not being in a womb. I'm telling you, you can't yeah, knock okay, it till you no, try it. It's true. I, it's the best. I don't know. It if is I'll very nice to try it. It is very nice. I have to agree with Kamar on this. One no, day the, I would like to try it. Again, I I think if you lived in any sort of warm climate, you would hate the weighted blanket. I think it's a cold climate thing, right? Am I wrong? Well, no, I mean, if you have climate control, it doesn't matter where you are. I guess, sure. Have you guys seen those pods you can rent? Where you go out and you're in like the woods and it's a three dimensional, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, <laughs> there's Captain just a piece. Obvious. There's just a piece of paper out in the woods where they've drawn on <laughs> a cabin. <laughs> and if you want to, if you want to sleep around it, you can do so. It's, they've drawn it on both sides. And so. you just go to sleep in the forest, but you're like totally exposed to the. You forest. have the Instagram option of being like rented this cabin. Oh, shut the fuck up! All right, I got it. Anyways, that would be crazy. Just feeling so like exposed to the elements. You're talking about those like bubble that. ones where it's yeah. like, it's got, yeah, those are kind of cool. The 3D ones, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, no, those, uh, that'd be fun. That'd yeah. be fun. It would be fun. I'd be down. I think it would be scary. I think it, it depends where in the world you are. spray or something, like some sort of. Well, you'd want to make sure that it was like bulletproof glass or something. Like nothing was going to be able to get in. You want to at least have a knife or an axe. Yeah, I don't know what you think a knife or an axe is going to do to help you. I think you'd want to have a gun. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, those are hard to come by in our country. Do you guys watch The Shrink Next Door? Uh, well, we're going to talk about the post show. Okay, we're going to talk about the post show. Did you watch True Story? Uh, no. But you watch it, right, Simon? I told you. I know. You, I to know. Watch. I know. And I watched it because you told me post show. Um, so uh, Stephen Pigger contends that rationality is very scarce. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> he gave Moneyball as a great example, like. It he, makes sense to do it this way, he, but no one does it. In in baseball, it was all feel, and like I got a thing, and then one guy, uh, Billy, I mean, I, I don't want to do this for the, the movie game, but uh, implemented a system. It was a great movie. I watch it. it really like, was I watch good. it like quarterly. Everything except for the daughter. The daughter singing the stupid song. Yeah. That, we hate ru- that ruins it. Yeah, that does ruin it. I hate the daughter so much. And again, there's no reason for. Like, you can have the daughter character in there. She, she doesn't, doesn't have, have to, to sing. sing. Yeah, I agree. She can be in it. Yeah, it's fine. fine. You can play that whole thing out, him being good dad, all that. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't have to sing. No need. But What's that, the song? Even if she sung in real life, she stunk. What's the song? Yeah, got it. It's fucking terrible. But it makes him sentimental and, you know what I mean? Switch. There's a lot Which of ways. To, absolutely not necessary. Yeah, there's a lot of ways movie. to make him sentimental. Maybe that it really happened. That is one like it, it could be a five. It could be a five, but it's a four point five because of that. But it's a great movie. That's a great film. Jonah Hill's incredible in it. 
Brad well, Pitt's sh- great in it. Should we do it? I, I, we've done it. I'm certain oh, we've done okay. it. Have um, we, Simon? We have to have done it. We've never done Moneyball. No. Really? We have not. It's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again. From Matt and Simon to Rex, it brings together the budget in the box office. We all know they won't guess the year. And the Patreons are the real winners here at the J-R-E-E. Thanks, Tyler. It's the movie game. Welcome back. Where Simon and Matt go head to head to find out what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made the box office. This week we're doing Moneyball. What did you want to do, Kamar? Uh <laughs> I want to do Thor in the next one because you mentioned nice. it. Thor. Love it. Good because that's the only thing we do is like a two day movie game. Screenplay by Aaron Sorkin. You know it's so much dialogue. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of action in it. And it still moves along. And it's still entertaining, and that's got to tell you something. And it's about baseball, and baseball sucks. True story. No, but baseball, hold on. Hold on. Baseball sucks, but baseball is the easiest sport to do a movie out of. Like, it just plays, it's romantic, it's slow. You know what I mean? There's To actually show the scenes of them playing, you mean? Yeah, you can add it in without it. Like, football is not, not doable. Hockey's well. fucking impossible. No, hockey's never been a good hockey movie. <laughs> uh, Brad Pitt, Jonah Hill, and of course, rest in peace, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Bend it like Beckham. That oh, was wow. a good Philip soccer Soccer movie. can be done a little bit. Especially if you're doing about the firms. Oh, that was such a great movie. Wasn't it? Okay, sorry, Moneyball. And it's a true story, which always helps with a movie. Yeah. Oh man, this is a tough one. This is a very tough one. I can't like year wise. I just don't fucking know. I don't fucking know money wise. I'm also, I'm also drawing a blank here. Based on the book Moneyball: The Art of Winning an Unfair Game by Michael Lewis. Hmm. How much did this cost? You said Brad Pitt, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and the guy that made it. He uh, did Capote, Foxcatcher, and Moneyball. Interesting. That's very good. Bennett Miller. Looks like a savage. I don't know if I'm right about this, but okay, I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready with a date anyways. Uh, I have a date as well. Okay. You can go ahead, Simon. I have 2004. Oh, no, I have 2012. Ooh, Maddie, 2011. 2011. Ooh, that? Holy shit. Wow. Dude, I'm the, the season yeah. they're talking about, I think, is in like 2002. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm way off. I'm way off. I'm way off. That was close. Uh, okay, okay. What was the season that this year's based on? Do you know, Kumar? Does it say there? I think it's 91, isn't it? No, no. I said the it's like 2002. 2004. I think it's the 2002 season. But I could be wrong. Billy Bean, general manager of the Oakland Athletics, is devastated by the team's loss to the New York Yankees in the 2001 American League Division Series. Yeah. Oh, no, 2002 then. Okay. With the impending departure of star players Johnny Damon, Jason Giambi, and can't pronounce that. To free agency, Bean needs to assemble a competitive team for 2002. So you thought it came out when it happened? Yeah, I made a huge mistake. Oh, it's all right. Huge mistake. You're human. What um, did it win any awards? Come on. Nominated for. Okay. Best picture. I'm ready. Okay, go ahead. Um, I said it cost thirty-two million to make, and it made eighty-six point six. Well, we're not far off, Matt. I said it cost twenty-six million to make, and it made one nineteen. 
Simon, you're close. Fifty million to make. Whoa. Box office one hundred ten point two million. Oh, Simon, nice work. Well, I just I'm didn't still think it way off. Yeah, I know we're both neither still of us. way off. Nominated for six Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Best Adapted Screenplay, oh, Best Actor for lied. Brad Pitt, and Best one. Supporting Actor. No, I, I, I it didn't, didn't win any of them, did it? No, no, nominated though. Good film, either Be way. Interesting to see what came out at that time of year. To, uh, but yeah, I mean, always it's almost a documentary. Like it's, it's a really classy reenactment. Yeah, it's the most I've ever learned about baseball. Let's get back to uh, yeah, back to it. Pinker irrational thought is very common among human beings. Unfortunately, J- just like um, we we get our beliefs sacred, and then I mean, I'm obviously guilty of all time. You believe some things. We all are. And then the group that spouts that leaves a whole array of things. And all of a sudden you adopt a couple of things that I don't even had a feeling about that. But since we all agree on this, I guess my opinion on that is the same. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you know someone who's pro-gun and uh, like pro-48 pronouns or whatever? (laughs) <laughs> no yeah exactly do you know what i mean you get caught up in a group and then all of a sudden you have to take a side that you didn't have a fucking dog in the fight but if we agree on this maybe i agree on that too so that's i think where the irrationally comes from well that i mean is religion right like you can't agree with everything in a religion that would be insane but most do they do if you're if you're devout religious they do because they're willing to agree to anything my point is like just because you agree with one thing about that religion, I can't believe that, like, rationally, you would believe with everything. That's And it's interesting. Seems like a lot. It's interesting that point you made because, um, re- you know, religion, generally part of it is uh, people getting together, uh, right? Yeah. Going to church or, or, or uh, the mosque or what do your people do? Synagogue, synagogue, what, what, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Your people, sewers. We're in the sewers. The rats. Um, but Stephen Pinker was saying one of the problems is uh, there's a lot less clubs and social gatherings where people would have different ideas and then could flush them out. If you're all going to the synagogue, mosque, whatever, it's all we're all in this together. The word. Kiwanis uh, clubs, whatever, veterans clubs, and everyone's now on- online where you're just so much easier to get to. You know how like water forms, like beads of water? That's what happens online. You get drawn into something that says something you agree in, and then all of a sudden you're, it's you're not fighting only, for points that you don't agree with. It's not only that. It's that in person you might argue a point, but you won't argue it to the point where you're like, I hope your whole fucking family dies, you piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like, I find that's really the problem that we have with the online thing is no one's no one's like civil about anything. No, but then when you find out too that like this isn't only you going out and looking for the things that you either agree or disagree with, it's all being done for you. It's coming you to you. You don't even know it's, it's happening. Coming to yeah, you. exactly. We don't have a fucking chance of being rational anymore. It's true. It's true. But I thought it was sort of dire how he said, uh, you know, how to convince someone that Q is all made up, whatever you, you're. It's it's more than just like showing them facts. You potentially could be causing someone to have an identity crisis when you've invested so much in this. Yeah, it'd be very difficult to say like I'm wrong. Like who am I? Well, yeah. Look at people who have you to leave I mean? something like Scientology. 
Well, I mean, what do you think? Where just you've dedicated not only like a huge portion of your life, but a, a ton of, of money too. And all of a sudden, like you got to bounce and you get nothing back. I mean, imagine to just play this out in your head. Imagine if Alex Jones tomorrow came out and was like, everything I've said is full of shit. I'm just making everything up. I don't have anything. Like, I think a lot of people then would have like a fucking meltdown. It would affect whatever credibility he doesn't have. So, so he- no, no, but I mean, people in that world that hold him as like a, you know what I mean? That that crowd of like conspiracy theorists, like if he, like what do they do then? If he's just like everything I, like do they still believe everything? I, I think there's a human um, sort of tendency to be attracted to consistency. Do you, do you know what I mean? You want people just to, stay in their lane or always say the same thing. And then if they say something else, you're like, shill, whatever, <laughs> you're fucking... Um, shill. You're, you're uh, pandering to the lowest common denominator, whatever. Yeah. It's just a tra- If someone's always an asshole, that's better than, well, sometimes an asshole. And, and I think that's another... Well, do you think that there's like some correlation there between the fact that all these groups are like meant to keep you in line so that you never question them, you know? Because the second you do, like you said. No, no I'm it, thinking about it. It's like keeping it real. When keeping it real goes too far. When keeping <laughs> it real goes wrong. You know what I mean? But to the ultimate thing, like buying into the word or whatever, and you're like, it all it's all for nothing if I question it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, isn't <laughs> it sense. interesting too that religion, like... Most religions, you have to give up a certain amount of rationality to even take part in them, right? Yeah, of course. You have to be able to, like, go on a whole lot of faith. Yeah. Well, it's all faith. What are you talking about? You're just believing stories. Captain Obvious does it again. Is faith the opposite of rationality? Yeah, I think so. Because, as he says, at the the very end, his thing is like, you need the most facts and evidence to say that is true and everything else you should be skeptical of. High level of scrutiny, least. yeah. Unless you have, you've seen it with your eyes, you touch it, whatever. And, but no, that is not that is not a human tendency. That's why I said this guy's a party pooper, you know what I mean? I wouldn't mind. <laughs> this guy's a party pooper. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> I wouldn't mind uh, the consciousness guy on. Which one? Uh, Goff or whatever Geff we had last week. You want him on again? Well, no, with with Pinker. Okay. A lot of this plays into consciousness has got to be like easily swayed by religion. Or the, do, you, do you know what I mean? I still want to know. I'm going to send him an email. I know he'll never answer it, but I want to send him an email and ask him about my theory that like, is it possible that he wrote his book, The Better Angel, The Better Demons or whatever? Is it possible that he wrote it at like the, the peak of society? Like Are you I've, talking I've about Pinker? Yeah. Because you know how he wrote the book about how everything's getting better? And I, I mentioned this a couple months ago. I said, what if what if he wrote it or he has all the data from a time where we literally, because what goes up, well, Scott? You don't even know like 10 years from now. This, this right? is what I'm because saying. So like you down. wouldn't, you know, if, if he's looking at data from the 90s and all that data points to, oh, everything's, you know, everything is getting better. But then we peaked, you know, in like 2005 and he releases his book in 2005. I just want to know, like, what, you know, is that a possibility? How does he feel is about that? Is that when that? it came out? I don't know when it came out. Because if it came out in 2005, there would be data to say maybe we're going down the other way. And he's and he'd be in the position like an Egyptologist. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no. The data, listen, the data's not all there. Trust, yeah. And by what I said. Well, I mean, after an event like 
the pandemic, let's say, you would got to imagine that the, the it would start shifting downwards. People losing jobs. In his defense, though, under, in his defense, people the, dying. In his defense, that'd be useless data. Just because in it, you can't really use a pandemic as usable data for. I mean, I guess you could. Maybe had he had he you read his book? Yeah. Did he mention that? Like all the all this all things being equal, it's getting better unless a worldwide pandemic comes and then all bets are off the table. I don't remember to be honest. <clears throat> I doubt it. Um, well, I mean, his book must include. Um, it's so many fucking charts. It and must graphs. include data from times where there were pandemics. No. If he's uh, saying yeah. it's better yeah, yeah. now. Yeah, he is, yeah. But again, this hadn't happened yet, so... Yeah. Right? But when also compare... I'm sure... Wrote but that. let's be serious. Comparatively to, like, past pandemics that have been global, I think this one was pretty tame as far as, like, deaths, lives lost. That, yeah, you know. this is a great pandemic as far as pandemics <laughs> go. <laughs> um, five out of five would recommend. One of the ways we demonstrate our irrationality is with a gambler fallacy. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, speaks. Do you think the, the this wheel and ball is against you? Like he used roulette as example. You yeah. know what I mean? Like ah, had I not bet, it would have been black. One. Like none of that's possible, right? I mean, I don't believe that personally. I think there's some things. It's that, all dumb luck. No, but chance is a thing. It's a living, breathing entity that comes into no proof play. or evidence of that. There is absolutely so, not. So it's, it, this guy is an all proof and evidence guy, and you cannot live your life like that. Like, but here's the thing is they did. So you guys have heard of the hot hand fallacy. Yeah. Yeah. The so, basketball player there. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's based around if a player is hot, he will continue to be hot. Yeah. I think it comes from a basketball player, but anyways, yeah, either way, the hot hand fallacy has been, it's like a game theory thing. I think the point is, um, for years they had this hot hand fallacy, which was like, you know, you think it's going to keep happening, but it, ju it, it won't necessarily. And then they actually found some raw data that says there is something to it. So like you could just literally have a hot hand and I'm telling you as someone who plays an unseemly amount of roulette, there are definitely times where you are honest to God. There's times where you're like, I, I could have a million dollars and lose it all at this wheel. Like I could bet almost everything and it would still find a way to land in whatever holes I left. And then there's other times where honest to God, you're sitting there and you're like, I could just flip a coin onto this table. And like, it, you just, sometimes it feels like, I'll put it to you this way. As someone who bets dozens, it feels like a lot of the time there is like a rhyme or reason where you're like, look, it's just going second, third, second, third, second, third, second, third. And Mr. Pinker would tell you this is completely irrational. Of course, and it is. Because he's a party not, pooper. And that's not at all taking into account that a guy at that table might be having a lucky streak and you're just involved in his luck, which is just dumb luck of the sure. casino. Like, the, Pinker doesn't take any magic into account in the world, and that's his problem. And maybe he should be looking for a little bit of data because on magic. Because there is no data for him to look magic at. Magic data, yeah. He's really not looking at magic data. I'll include that in the email I send him. Please. He also mentioned the hyperbole fallacy. I don't think he drives this, but people saying Hillary Kim's drinking kids' blood and whatever, and it's not really doing that, but we are so ingrained to like... You just want to say she's a bad you person and get make, that across. Make sure you yeah, ask him it. about Epstein, by the way. I will, yeah. yeah. He'll Then he'll definitely lead, respond. Lead with that. Yeah. No, uh, yes, Kamari. Yeah, he... Yeah, it's that, like, if you just say, like, well, Hillary, like, cheats on her taxes or 
steals from the American taxpayer. It's not as jazzy. It doesn't get the blood boiling as much as like she's and selling kids out of a pizza place in. We like to get our blood boiling. Yes, we do. Yeah, we love that. Yeah. And they like to get young blood boiling. I mean, the problem, well, though, but then there's, then there's the hey problem. See, then there's the problem where, because again, Epstein hadn't come up. So it, you're still sitting there thinking like, if this guy doesn't bring it up, I'm going to have a real problem believing anything he says. Because in all fairness, I had totally forgotten up to the point where they start talking about it, that it was even a thing. Oh, uh, no, from the... The second he you sat did? down, oh, I was like, I, I did, me too. Yeah. I didn't remember. The, the clock at all. is ticking. Me too. Yeah. And this could a phone could be thrown at someone on the train or whatever. Like, yeah. Joe was on the clock, and okay, yeah, he brought it up. I mean, listen, if Steven Pinker was just caught in the the sort of um, wash of Epstein, then you got to feel bad for the guy, right? Well, like that's, that's his theory. Well, and again, I don't think he's alone in that, you know, but again, when you see photos, like it's like Trump, when you see a photo of Trump, like glad handing Epstein, it looks terrible. Same thing. When you see a photo of like, what's his name? Lawrence Krauss, Epstein and Pinker, you know, you're like, well, two out of three of these guys are convicted fucking like rapists. Yeah. And then, but there's a huge difference though. A picture of like, you know, you and him and another side at a dinner party. As opposed to like you and a girl in a dress and him and yeah. a girl and you know what I'm yeah. saying? So who knows? And again, if this guy is legit, like, yeah, me and my publicist and like, a you know, another guy, we all flew on his plane from, from A to B because, you know, I guess this happens occasionally. Because we're cheap fucks and we want a free plane ride. Sure. Listen, I can't, if a billionaire came up to you tomorrow and was like, do you want to hop on my private jet to name x i have a feeling each one of us other than simon who doesn't fly would be like fuck yeah private jet Uh, like come on like after work do you vet the billionaire no you're probably like how big are the tits on the plane and where are we going i don't wouldn't know where to begin yeah i thought the first time he tripped up is when they started talking about serial killers okay and he's like how serial killers leave clues and stuff and he's like like that wouldn't happen and then just like no no it happens all the time yeah and they they have a, a a they're compelled because it's too easy or whatever, like to raise the stakes. And then he's like, oh yeah, I did know about that. And then I was like, okay, this is starting to fall apart. Well, at one point Joe said, I'm surprised you don't know about this. Actually. I was like, which is funny. Whoa. Cause I actually, it was, it was, in my head, I was saying, I'm surprised you don't know this either. Oh like, no, me too. It's just not the way I would have phrased it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's a, it's a exposing a chink in his armor. You can't say that anymore. A kink in his armor. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, then he mentioned, you know, he went uppity again because he thought he might have been. I don't think you can say uppity either, but go on. Why not? Anyways. I think I can. I think uppity's fine there. No, bitchy. Also, I was thinking, He's got of, bitchy there. No. Instead of. Um, yeah, bitchy's fine. Retarded. Okay. What if you say retarded? R dash tarded. Yeah. Word. No, no dash. Retarded. Oh, so you've been retarded. Like you're a tart, so you're or you a were retarded. a tart, and now you've been retarted. You can do that. You got to reverse you engineer can do from the word. You can do that if you want, but I prefer what I'm doing. Okay, R dash tarted. He thought he may have been um, a potential victim of the Ted, Ted Kaczynski. Yeah, because he, he got some. He, he got a package. Yeah, 
And he was like underneath his desk. And the police outside the door just op- open it. Yeah. Shook it open. Like, what are you doing? Don't waste your this time. This guy's just associated with everybody. Eh? Kaczynski, Epstein, Epstein yeah. Manson. Well, I, yeah. think, I think he was laying the groundwork for when Epstein came up. They're going to find out this guy was staying at the Watergate. He's the common link. <laughs> He's, uh, what's his name? Deep Throat. Well, you know how there's that one doctor that's involved? Uh, what's his name? Um, Joy or shit. I won't remember his name. Joe talks about him every once in a while. Joe Coy? No, that's a comedian. Yeah, that's a doctor. That sounds familiar. Dr. Joe. I think it's just Dr. Joe. He's never said his last name. Um, <laughs> his dismissal of 9-11 conspiracy goes for one possible explanation, right? Just it would take too many people, too many... If... If the building was full of explosives and did that, like if that's what happened, yeah, but something else could have happened. That, but he's just no, no. They're he's saying he's a fucking idiot, frankly. <laughs> no, seriously. Here like, we go. I don't think there's that many people to pay off and that many secrets, and some people could have been killed. And, and like, why is that the only way there could be a conspiracy? There could be a million different ways. You, there were you could be an conspiracy. agent, uh, Manchurian candidate, like sort of thing that you did something. You, you could be thinking you were just doing the right thing, and it, like uh, diffuse response. But that doesn't even matter. Like to be able to say anything so categorically is uh, limited, limited, <laughs> and so old. Do you know what, to go back to when the, you, you could have said the conspiracy theory about the did he contract. question JFK? Who Pinker? Not, well, no, yeah. no, no. We'll get. We'll oh, get, sorry, we'll sorry, get sorry, to that. Sorry, we'll get sorry. to that. Uh oh. Um, he talked about that tribe that actually brought in another tribe, wined him and dined him, and then killed them all. Yeah, that needs to be made into a movie. It was a, a real red wedding. I thought that was interesting. Story. I mean, I imagine that that, that probably had to happen all the time. Until they got wise to it, and then they had to figure out a new play, and then they forgot about it. They were like, "Oh, come for dinner," and then they did it again. You know. But it's just such a weird thing sitting beside someone that you're about to slaughter. I, I just it, it sort of made me morbid. Uh, eyewitness recount is the. Um, it's one of the worst. One of the worst, which I think my lawyer could have used this guy's data yeah. from, from my court case because I got. It's by true. Had I been your attorney, I would have started the whole thing by showing pictures of Bigfoot. There was something I forget here, though. Joe mentioned how bad all this evidence was, and then like five minutes later, quoted some sort of evidence that he that was like along the same shit. But he was like, "This is like, this is for sure." And I, I just thought that was weird. I can't remember what it was. We can't I should be take for some sure notes. for sure about anything. And then he he talked about JFK unequivocally, and that people believe what this, he didn't even know when the Zapruder film came out. Yeah, well, yeah. but it was interesting though because it 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 went to what he was talking about. Because he was like, a lot of people think that they saw JFK because the video came out. You know what he I mean? He actually made the perfect point. He, he did. Didn't even yeah, know. he was like, no, but the point he was making is was valid. And then they was fine. You know what I mean? There was no. Um, yeah, the point he was making was valid, in my opinion. Yeah, it was totally valid. Yeah. He was just wrong about it. Still held up at that point. Wrong Everything was wrong. fine at that point. Everything was fine at that point. How bad do you feel if you get raped and then you put someone? into jail for not being raped. The, yeah, the wrong pretty, person. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I mean, but I mean, again, she recanted, but still, it's like, but it wasn't I mean, her fault. I would feel bad more if I knew I was doing that. She obviously didn't know she was an 18 year old girl who was convinced. But I think by what she, police. I think what she said was looking back on it. She knew that the guy that was in the lineup that did it was him. You know what I mean? But they coached her. So I think I'm just, under, I'm saying, I understand her remorse and that she's like, well, I hope so, because even if 
you got raped and the rapist got convicted. It doesn't take away the, the trauma and everything. It might make you feel like someone's getting punished. But if someone innocent's getting punished, that's like a double, like, that's inconsiderate of the police to do that to her, like, to have that. No. Yeah, that's very inconsiderate of the police. I agree, Tamara. <laughs> Just what's crazy is that the cops, what's crazy is that they, it's like, we got to solve this at any any cost, even if it means locking up someone innocent. We got to check the box, you know? Like, well, why? Wouldn't you rather make sure 100, like, unequivocally that you have the right guy? Well, and then he went on to say that forensics is all, like, hunches. Like, there isn't a lot of data. The bite mark, like, all these things, as we heard with the Project yeah. Innocent guys, all these things aren't very scientific or very accurate. <laughs> and this is sort of how we're going through life solving crimes. Another irrational thing that we just have bought into like well these csi like what happens on csi isn't what's happening listen i know a guy that robbed someone and he ended up getting his hands on a police report that the guy filed saying he got robbed the guy that robbed him was very white and the police report that the guy filed he was like the guy that robbed me was um, African-American, like the description he gave of who robbed him was so fucking far off and there was no reason for it really. Like as far as I could see. So unless his subconscious just wanted to pin it on someone, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I saw this video the other day of this mom questioning a daughter. She's got this like empty box of, uh, like fucking cookies. And she's like, did you eat the cookies? It's just a little British girl. She's like, no. And she goes, well, who ate the cookies? She goes, I don't know. And she's like, who, who ate the cookies? Honestly, she goes, I think someone broke in and ate the cookies. She goes, someone came into the house. They didn't take the jewelry. They didn't take any of the electronics. They just took the cookies. And she goes, yeah. And the mom goes, really? And she goes, I think it was a black man. <laughs> really? Yeah, I swear to God. And then the mom is like, Jesus. That's got to be um, evidence of consciousness. Lying. Huh? Like if I if I make something up, they'll be, yeah, you, you, I can say what I see on the news all the time, and mum will believe me. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, I just think that's also a sign of intelligence lying. Um, oh dear, <laughs> Kamar's out here lying twice a day just to keep his IQ up. Just root, rooting <laughs> for the bad guys in movies, and and then he brought up Kurzweil wants to talk to his dead father, but what if it's to tell him off? Like he never had guts when he was a kid to he hate his dad. Like, and now he has to make the AI listen to him. Yeah. Just so he could, you son of a bitch. Because they're saying you're going to have this thing you think is it. And it just, it can't have a, the soul that you want. But I think he wants to bitch out his dad. Say, I told you I'd be something. And I made you here. And you got to sit here and listen to it. I, I mean, I, I hope that's, that's his intention. That's a great script. Thank you. That's a wonderful script. Timestamp it. The guy makes the robot of his father just so he can then tell his father what a piece of shit he is. Not even just to make him tell him what a piece of shit, but to make him live like, like, whoa, look, you thought the way I lived was shit? Like, guess what? Now you're stuck around me 24-7. I can just, and you can't move. Although, again, why would someone want a bitchy old robot? It's bringing spite to a new level. Oh, because you can just turn off or mute it, whatever you want. Oh, that's the, yeah. Um, Simon, do you have a joint there? Can I have that? Can you have what? That roach? Yeah, go ahead. Is this um, your only joint? <coughs> no. Oh, Why there's like seven in there. Is the perfect faked painting not cool? 
I mean, it's not the original, but I get what Joe's saying. That's still a crazy the work skill and everything. You is should be able to say, look at this painting. It looks exactly like that one, but it's not. It's done by a forager. I think the difference, though, is this. So if you go into Ikea and buy like a print, a press of like a Rembrandt or whatever, no one's going to be impressed by that. You know what I mean? But if you went out and paid a forger like a couple million dollars for one that like as long as you They're could still not going to be impressed because it's a forgery. No, but my point is, is if you're rich enough, like if you're a billionaire and you have that and it's not well known that like this Rembrandt is hung somewhere that it's owned by a specific person, you could play it off as, you know, in that case, you could just be like, yeah, it's just as beautiful. I mean, I agree with you. I always used to like try and convince myself growing up painting and stuff that like, you know, I was just as good as somebody who could paint really realistically. Okay. Because I came up with really good ideas. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's just something that somebody who can't paint really realistically tells themselves. Okay. Yeah. Because those people still have good ideas. They're just choosing to paint landscapes or whatever. And I'm sure if you told them to, I mean, for the most part, there are still some, you know, really good artists who don't have any creativity. But for the most part, I think if you said, you know, design an alien's world, they'd come up with something pretty fucking good and it would look better than my alien's world. But that's all I can draw is, do you see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's the, that's the race of the kooks, eh? Who's drawing the closest to, if we ever see them? I knew it! I was the closest. Uh, um, no dicks. I, I called it. No dicks. If you don't think aliens have dicks, you're in for a big surprise. Well, no, because we've gone to the aliens could be us. And Joe thinks we're going to lose all our sex organs, not need them and be higher level. So it's not crazy. The one thing that like drives man is sex. I don't know why that would be the first thing we lose. Why wouldn't it be like the first thing we improve upon? Because we might better just produce without sex. All the more, but then it's something that just feels good. So again, what, since when do we deprive ourselves of things that feel you might better create a new experience that it feels better than sex? Even then, you could use that and be like, unless you work a full eight-hour shift, you can't get the full experience. So like, once you work your eight-hour day, you get to go home, plug in, you press the button, and fuck. So the Matrix is just like one giant orgasm. It wins again, pocket <laughs> pussy. Um, <laughs> do you guys care to see if you see the Rolling Stones? Not at this point. Well, Joe was a little bit over the top kind of amazing. I mean, it's cool. Like, holy fuck, there's Mick Jagger, but. I just cannot imagine being impressed by a Rolling Stones concert. At this point. At this point. <laughs> no. Yeah. In the 70s. If you could transport me back to 1970 oh, and yeah. I could fucking be there and watch that. Yeah. Watch man. the biker stab that guy up front. cool. But like, no, no. And the weird thing about that is back then, they're not the they're Rolling Stones, but. The thought is they're going to die next week or overdose in two years or break up like the Beatles. Like, it is amazing that they've come this long, but no, I could not be amazed to go see it. God, no. Or pay. I would go on a free dime, but I would not go out of my way unless someone special wanted to go. You know what I mean? But no, I don't care about the Rolling Stones. <laughs> and the same thing. Nice. Do you guys feel cover bands? No. Not at all. Uh, You've never no. seen a cool cover band? You know what is a cool cover band? I'm, I'm me, just I'm me first in the Gimme Gimme's. That's a cool cover band. They do punk rock covers. Exactly. But punk rock covers of old songs. Well, it's the guy, one and two guys from No Effects, one guy from 
what's that fucking band called? No use for a name. No. Propaganda? No, it's... Uh, I give up. Screechy Weasel? No, he's wow. tall. He's got like... <laughs> Doesn't help. Not helping. That he flips over. Do you think that any it of that was, helps? It, 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 it's it lost. Gone. They're a band that does covers. For me, a cover band is like... Um, Pink Freud, or, or do you know what I mean? It's a band yeah, that yeah, yeah. recreates. I love the names of cover bands. You love the names, but Some you don't love that they exist. No, I think it's fun. I don't care. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm not going to seek it's them. It's a out. rational thing. They suck because when I was in Cuba, there was a the the Bodles or whatever. It was a Beatles cover, and yeah. they were they were awesome. They fun. were awesome. Yeah, I, I liked it. I went and saw in Toronto the Whalers. It wasn't a cover band, but it wasn't. It obviously wasn't the well, that, original way. That's where we get to next. Bob yeah. Marley. So, but the guy I saw singing, he was a different Jamaican dude. Was incredible. Like it was such you an. Enjoyed am, it. It was an amazing show, but like the Whalers, for example, Bunny Whaler never left Jamaica, so you could never see the Whalers perform. outside of. That's Jamaica, why yeah. they always had this like. Sub band that would self. go out and and then mind you you know Bob Marley died so young so yeah I mean I I don't it's like in excess right like when they changed there when they got like a a new singer like well, that that did not work no and I because he was such a magnetic personality but that's but why if the it same was thing a band to, that you liked like imagine uh, Wu Tang got a new member to replace Old Dirty they you'd did his still, son you'd go see them. Well, no, I've see this is the thing. I've seen them, so at this point I'm not sure. Okay. Um and old dirty son does perform in his stay now. So just a heads up. But I What's I've, his name? Uh Young, Young dirty? dirty. No, I'm no kidding. I forget really? what is I forget oh. what is uh Uh what was I going to say though Simon? I I've seen them perform recently like on stage, not my, like in person but a video and it doesn't look like anything impressive. It looks like a bunch of 50-year-olds standing around um yeah yeah fine. sure no no i mean i'm i'm with you old bands i don't really yeah do you but do you think like bob marley's cachet is sort of is fading well we, i mean it's at, just such a legend i mean the album was called legend and he and already dead right so i mean i still think he's pretty like when you think he, his music, music is legendary think still bob marley ask the kids like when you were 15 bob marley was everything he was a one like I still think a lot of young I hope so, people. I hope, so. I hope so. I don't know. No, yeah, I have no idea. I'll ask my son if he knows about Bob Marley. Perfect. Perfect. He should, right? Well, no. I mean, you're right, though. Listen, eventually music, like, we'd like to think that, you know, there's probably only one or two outliers that will make it through the centuries. Bob Marley is like the um, Michael Jordan of reggae, right, sort of thing. Oh my God, he's but like he's like the Peter NBA. Tosh, of, but you don't you don't amazing. like any of the Stones' new music. God, like no. when you go to a show, you're hoping they start at like 1980. Oh, I want to hear "Gimme Shelter" and then I'm ready to go. And furthermore, is it good that Bob? No, it's not good that he died. But could he like end up being me too and like just playing the same old songs, not writing new music, and just being a creepy? I mean, I wish he was alive, obviously, but like if he cut his hair. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just yeah, he's riding a longboard. Yeah, Who knows? started wearing a bow tie. Now I was on three point five, so I don't. But he talked about the ship Ethethis. What did a, you say? The ship Ethethis. Yeah, what? None of that was English. What was that? Fuck I heard the ship. Yourself. What? Start again. A ship got replaced, like plank by plank. They don't redo the whole thing. Okay. So eventually, then the ship is the ship, but it's none of the original ships. Much as we. Um, 
change every seven years. Okay. Except for the synopsis, right? That's, that's, that's what you're saying. Kamara's just out here right now. And what? And synopsis? It was a ship atheist. No, a thesis. <laughs> a ship. It was called a ship a thesis. Okay. He's having a stroke. That's what's I'm, happening. I'm a ship exactly. having a, But a you're ship? right, but you wrote it down. How did a you write ship, down what you heard? A ship at three point five. A ship amethyst? What are ship you talking about? A, a thesis. <laughs> atheist? <laughs> a thesis. A thesis. Anyways, you know exactly what I'm talking no, about. I no, I no definitely don't. No, I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. But I'm happy you're talking about it. I got to give, I got to be honest. On. No, I want to get back to this ship. What and are you even talking about? You have a ship. Yeah. Like a boat. A boat. Okay. Yeah. Sure. And over time, it breaks down. So you replace parts. To fix, you fix the hull. And eventually, you, fix the stern, you replace the whole boat. And then it's not the same boat anymore. Or is it? Okay, now what were you trying to say? What's the word? Ship a thesis. <laughs> I still don't understand what the thesis is. This is the theory. And he it's said it's called a ship a thesis. <laughs> no, I think it was ship a thesis. That makes more sense. <laughs> no, I'm still confused. Uh, anyways, I'm still confused. On. Yeah, it's okay, we'll move on. Yeah, switch over. So, is it the same ship? No, it's not the same ship it is. anymore. It is the same ship. If all the pieces are different, it's the same ship. If it, if inanimate objects, which we're not sure have consciousness, I think it may be. Well, I think what he's saying <laughs> is like if you have your cars. I don't know. Yeah, I get what he's saying. I understand. Stuff. If stuff. every single piece of you was replaced, Which would you still be you? It happens in seven years. Every seven years, all you are replaced. That's an athesis. That's a human athesis. A human athesis. <laughs> <laughs> human athesis. Because he thinks, he thinks um, it will never happen to be able to download or whatever, but I think there will be a time. You know, you know what a transistor is, right? The microchips to run everything. Yeah. And it's just so amazing how they have... They're able to put so many circuits in this one little square that eventually they'll be able to put circuits in a cell that mm -hmm. small. And so liquid, your computer could just be a bag of water or a bag of this plasma. <laughs> but but you know what I mean? And it could be a supercomputer. <laughs> Imagine you're just carrying around a fucking <laughs> shitty bag of water all day. And it just turns into a car. Like, it just turns out. <laughs> I'm losing it. I'm losing it. I thought it was so funny. I still want to know what the fucking athesis is. Oh, I can't wait. I'm, we're gonna have When to do we get to aliens? That's what really floats my boat on this one. When did he talk about aliens? Oh, oh my oh, God. It's coming. It's coming. It's, it's oh, ridiculous. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. No, I do remember. Bury the okay, lead. Yeah, yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was interesting. Joe's like, you know, and some people repeat a story so many times, they don't even know what happened. <laughs> like, and I'm sure that's happened with Joe. I'm sure if we had the wherewithal to really be... Investigative reporters, there's a story that he told nine years ago that is not the same story, but it's the same recounting of it. Never say anything because they will use what you say against you. Literally means you have a tendency to make it sound good. It's like calling, I'm getting questioned by the police. I remember this this well, and anything you get wrong that you're sure about, and you're probably wrong. Yeah, they then use against you, got you for your you, yeah. credibility. But you said you had breakfast at nine when we know, in fact, you were walking the dog at nine. You bought the bottle of beer at 1230. You done fucked up, you don't fucked you know? Up now. What it, time did you buy that bottle of beer? We got you, motherfucker. 
they really have to explain about perjury in that it's they get busted for perjury. That means that doesn't mean they have anything to do with what they got accused of. It's in the process they were a dick. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's lying, not being a dick. But when these guys go down for perjury, it was like, I see, I told you they were. But it, it is nothing related to what they're accused of. Well, unless they're lying in, in court about what they were accused of. If you tell any lie to the FBI, it, it, it's a crime. Yeah. But it's like you committed the crime there. The crime, you, it has nothing to do with the crime you're accused of. I don't think lying to the FBI is perjury. I believe it is. Who is this guy? What's going on here? I feel like I'm tripping out. Oh, you're that high? It's because you don't I, have the headphones I don't on. feel like I'm high. Oh, no? You don't? I don't understand a word Kamara is saying. But Ethicist? you seem to be keeping up. Yeah. So, so okay. I'm, Common denominator. I, I'm the one. That, <laughs> I'm the fucking loose cannon Ethicist. here. Ethicist. Would you? A, a thesis. A thesis. The shipethis. <laughs> Would you want to view someone's browser history? Why? Absolutely no. not. Absolutely not. I don't. That's like the most personal thing. Do you want to know what kind of porn other people watch? Maybe, just to get ideas. The idea is they're saying in general, someone will want to. Oh, I'm sure somebody wants to, but but somebody also wants to buy your underwear or your fucking nails. Yeah, but you could tell. Don't you think you could tell a lot more about someone or make up what you think about someone? From their browser history than a pair of their underwear. So like just, I should be able to walk down the street, press a button, and your browser history just comes up on your forehead. Oh, no, I don't like what this guy's looking at. I'm not going to talk to him type of deal. Well, or if you found out that someone's uh, looking at like how to kill Simon, you know, you'd, you'd want to know that that's their browser history. <laughs> what is, that's a very specific. Super specific. That's yeah, a, to, that's to, a super to specific browser to win, history. Win the worst is I how found do an answer. The worst is I found an answer, but it was how to kill Dan, so I couldn't even use it. <laughs> Get a trap, but the bait has to be weed. That's the only way you're going to catch Simon. Or Bigfoot. I think it's, well, we know that what our search things uh, the companies learn so much about us that they can tailor ads to us. Like, do you think they're watching you all the time through your phone? We, what, are no. they? Or can like, they? are they watching you jerk off? No. Yeah, with this camera. And I should put that on OnlyFans. You know what I mean? Why, why should they get all the, the joy? That's right. If you're doing it anyways, if you're doing it anyways, you might as well be making some fucking. That'd be the most amazing thing if in like five years they give everyone a kickback. Like, we fucked you over so bad. Here's a mill. We've been selling you jerking off to the Chinese for 15 years. Here's your 3%. You've made us so much money. We can't help ourselves. Um, So he basically is like, there are no conspiracy theories. I think Joe dropped the ball in not having a couple more lined up. For him to dispute. Yeah. Because he goes, AIDS was developed by the CIA to kill black people. I'd heard that before. I'd heard that before, yeah. Joe had not heard that before. Seemed odd that Joe had not heard that before. Why Why the AIDS and the black people? I just am <clears throat> not sure I understand No, but that I one. think it more comes at a time. Because back then true. it was like you only had AIDS if you were black or gay. There was and like, where did this was... thing come from all of a sudden? Yeah. It was almost like the pandemic. And that was like somebody fucked a monkey, someone ate tainted monkey meat, whatever. Like... How did this get into the thing? You know what I mean? Into the lexicon of existence. Or into fucking people's bloodstreams and killed like, a lot of people. Way more than this pandemic. I mean, there was a comedian I knew in Vancouver who swore up and down. Like he was, he's like the propaganda I got in the 90s. He's like, I grew up so scared of AIDS. 
I grew up scared of AIDS. He said the first time he had sex, he had he lost his virginity to a girl, and it was her first time, and he said he wore two condoms. <laughs> I, you know, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I once thought I got a girl pregnant. Yeah. And um, was dating another girl at the time. Yeah. I got her pregnant before we started dating, so it was just an overlap, and she came back like I'm pregnant. And I was like, so nervous about t- telling my girlfriend the time. I was like, we have to have a talk. And then she's all like, we have to have a talk and like get together. And I go, so I got this girl pregnant or this girl thinks I got her pregnant. So I think I'm having a baby. She's like, woo, I thought you had AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's I, just a kid. It, it, well, no, it ended up being a big problem. But at the time, AIDS, I think uh, Magic Johnson changed view on AIDS and then obviously technology and medicine that it's it's not a death sentence now is weak in the uh, severity of how AIDS was treated but after he uses that black AIDS example he's like yeah and you know like Jeffrey Epstein I think he killed himself <laughs> Do, is he the one guy I mean listen hold on hold on stop stop, to- stop 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 I'm just gonna say this oh Simon's getting up and leaving so okay Kamar, I just look at it like this. He He's looking at it from the rational standpoint of like the data. Yeah, I'm just saying, listen, I I get that it makes it makes a great headline given the the circumstance, but I think he's saying it's more likely that it just in his mind, like you said, using odds, it's more likely than not that he killed himself. I think that's all he's saying. But could Joe then ask back like, well, wouldn't there be a number of people and the one thing i'll use as an example is that the trial is going on right now yeah of just lane i was just lane yeah and you may not be able to be in court but it's not being covered like say the written house fuck no and this is way i heard this i heard that the like a pilot or someone was in was on the stand the other day and was dropping wild shit. I heard they said they they dropped a fourteen year old off at Mar-a-Lago for maybe not Mar-a-Lago, but somewhere. No, Trump's in on this. I mean, as, as far as I wasn't even trying to say Trump. I was just saying though. But I heard I heard there was like a lot of big. And again, you hear nothing about it. Yeah, but go ahead. But so does that lead us believe that there are powerful people, people of influence that don't want, who want him to have killed himself in it. That's the best explanation. Well, here's my thing, though. So there's two, like, in defense of... Uh, Not that she, her trial is going to help find out what Well, happens. this is... But, so, but just hear me out. This is my... Uh, this would be my defense of Mr. Pinker and maybe where he has, his head's at is, like, since her trial is going on, they didn't kill her, too. Right? So, like, something's going to come out. Well, he, he it would have been in his best interest to bring that up. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's a good point yeah because i'm uh, like you'd have you have to if if she dies too then but again you might then argue like well that's too obvious what did you say i'm sorry i had to run out but what did you say at the beginning what's i just said it, he's looking at it from a data-driven standpoint that more likely than not this guy just killed himself given the severity of the trial and the sentence he was about to serve, the fact that he had lived this billion-dollar lifestyle. Just hear me out. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying that he's looking at it from his, you know, you got to look at it from the scrutiny of, and then the Joe. Simple, that's the simplicity like, of the data. Yeah, the problem with that is like, uh, you know, the chances of you getting struck by lightning are one in a million you say to the guy who gets struck by lightning. You know what I mean? Like, that happens. Simon. Hear me out, though. 
not everything can be totally data driven because but is life it, comes into play isn't or whatever it not, you want to call it. Isn't it not a form of data that this is constantly suppressed by the media? Like he says, oh, well, you know, he's, he's back up against the wall, so he killed himself. Also, there was a lot of people that don't want him to be alive. Yeah. I, is that not a, a fact? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there, are, not a conspiracy there are a lot of different ways to look at this. Even Let's from also, a data-driven point of sure. view that he didn't even talk about. I get like, it. Let's also keep in mind, too, like, if Trump's in on this, like, if, if you know, he is the sitting president at the time. So <laughs> it's one of those yeah, things no, that... I, I do not... Uh, he had an opportunity maybe to say that. Well, no, he's not going to... There's no conspiracy theories. And, of course, the idea would be Trump is too incompetent to do this. But since he's being mentioned in this trial... I mean, again, his point is simply this. You, it's almost impossible for, you know, 50 to 100 people to know and keep the secret. That's, I think, his big sticking point. That's why he believes, like, he, his stance is simply any conspiracy that's existed, we found out about because more than one person knows about it. And anything other than that is just a conspiracy theory until it's proven. But if no one is investigating, there's no one to come forward. But again, like, would he never... You don't see, have to keep a secret but, and no one asks you But Kamar, he didn't bring up what I... Hold on. He didn't bring up what I said at the end, which is that conspiracy theories do end up being true because there are conspiracies, right? You can't just... You can't just wipe the slate and say all conspiracy theories are bullshit because they're theories, because eventually one or two of them. Of course not. And I think chemtrails is a really good example of that. Like, I'm not a chemtrail guy. I don't think that every single plane up there, what you see spreading out the back is them fucking sending viruses out to you. But I'm not above suspicion in thinking that the government has used planes to disseminate things to populaces before. Like, why would we think that they wouldn't do that? It would be a good way to spread something like that. It, Can I'll, I just add? It's not I'll, so far fetched. I would, I would say, sorry. No, I was just one, just one, th when they do it at night. Okay. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, no, but my point it doesn't is have to be the things you're seeing. Okay, it sure, doesn't mean sure, that sure, yeah. it's impossible for them to use a plane no. to. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Anyways. No, I do. Listen, I've go ahead, Kamar. I was just saying it's because he's so data driven. Like I said, it isn't actually, or maybe it can be. I'm not smart enough to display the suppression of the Epstein uh, ordeal by the media and the current. No one's talking about this trial, which should be on the news every night, right? It, sh it should be. Like, even if there's not cameras there reporting about it. But that's not da data. Just, just hold that's on. That's a glaring problem. Look, just, let me just give you an example, okay? So, um, you you want to say, yeah, for if you go by the data, Epstein is, most people who are waiting to go on trial for whatever kill themselves, fine. But when you look at that guy's case, right? Like mm -hmm. the lights go out for 10 minutes, <laughs> the guards fall asleep, like they're so. Yeah. That one, obviously. He I could, agree. He should be able to say, like, if the he data. wasn't, if he wasn't tied up with Epstein, obviously he would have taken a different tact. And that's what I would have thought until I heard him argue his next point. Um, can I also say this though? This is a weird one. Knowing what we know about the CIA and their capabilities, would it not be like if he was killed by some sort of like CIA, like let's just say the CIA, for example, okay. wouldn't they just doctor a video of him killing himself as opposed to, yes. as opposed to going with the really weird, like, 
the camera was out. That seems really sloppy and lazy to the point where like you want people to believe the opposite almost. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, that's the misinformation play. Okay. I mean, that's if the CIA did it. Sure. If it was like, let's say, the mafia and all they could do was pay a guy yeah, to fair turn you away. Yeah, yeah. And you know what yeah. I mean? That, That'd be a there, great narrative that Epstein had just, dealings with the cartel that went wrong There are well. sure. so many... That guy... Okay. This is just before we get off. At one point, Joe's like, well, that guy had information on people and... He got them to have sex with the young women and then had them on video doing it. And Pinker was like, yeah, I mean, if that's what they were doing and not just, you know, he was just a purveyor. (laughs) No, no, he was saying like, you know, some of these guys just were using Epstein to have sex with young girls as opposed to, um, where was I going with this? I don't know. The pot's got you. Just him ignoring the, well, he, (laughs) anyways, anomalies. Excuse me. Do we deserve an explanation? I mean, I, he just says, I don't know. Someone made it. The painting of Bill Clinton. Because that's fade away too. But the first time I saw that, I was like, oh my God. Well, I mean, oh my God. there are a lot of um, reasons he could have that. It could be, it's yeah. Just I mean, the story is that it's just an artist who just did it. It has nothing to do with anything, right? The fact that he has it there and Bill Clinton comes to the house and doesn't... Um, Make him take it down. Well, that's Listen, a different story. Can you make someone take down a piece of no, art? No, no. But I mean, if you're the president and you like Kamar, this if, guy's life. If I showed up at your house and you had a, and you had some, you had commissioned a painting or you had bought a painting of me in a dress. I would make you take it down. It's like, take it down or we're not fucking, yeah, I'm not talking exactly. to you anymore. You like love it. No, I wouldn't. It's even like the Sopranos when Paulie takes the the painting of Tony or takes the painting of yeah Tony the painting of the Tony horse, with the yeah. horse yeah and turns it into like Napoleon or whatever. But if I had a painting of you like on Joe Montana's body, you'd be like, oh, that's cool. Oh, so I'm that's, slinging that's, in a, the, a TD. That's a cool parody. It's just the the context of what it is. You're so affected by art, and if I paint it myself, that's pretty impressive and it looks good. Okay, fine. Listen, I guess if you. Well, if you painted yourself, I guess all bets are off, I guess. Bill Clinton's a freak, so he's like, yeah, I like that plate. (laughs) Why aren't I wearing a red dress? And then he goes on to explain his relationship where he's like, I thought he was an idiot. Like, as if he was forced to be around him. Because Weinstein's difference in the same assessment is I met him once. I met him once. And he gave me the wrong Pinker, Pinker's whole thing was that he was friends with friends of mine. So we ended up at the same parties at the same time. But I know a guy like you, if you don't like someone, you I mean, show up and, and you, do you know what I mean? I'll say this. Money talks. Doth protest too much. Well, if he was funding any of his research or funding anything for him. So he would have to show up at all these things to pay homage to the godfather. Listen, but you would have to do the same thing if he had information on you, because if you didn't, you would be afraid that he would leak it. After you know he's been, he he, right? He, he got charged. I'm just saying it's and got the, the sweetheart deal. Who did Pinker? Epstein, no, oh, Epstein. The first, the time, first time he got charged. Yeah, all this is after he, he head in the sand, but like this is after he got charged the first time. The first time he got charged at Florida, and then got off with like, he, yeah, for a year he could have young yeah. girls come over to his house under house arrest or something. Pinker was still friends with him. They might not have known After that. The, well, this is we what, don't know that, right? Interesting. Yeah, I don't know that. Well, it really depends on. It makes a huge difference. Of course, it does. They all knew. Like how? 
dumb are these guys? Like Gates, like, for sure, we know, had dealings with him long after he got uh, accused, uh, let off and the you're first time. He, he talked with him. We had business dealings. I had no idea this. No fucking way. If no you're fucking rich guys, way. You know, if I go, oh, fucking Simon, that guy is a fucking sex. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but we're thinking, you're, not, you're thinking about Pinker as a rich guy, not a fucking no, scientist. No, I, can, friends, the I could give Pinker the benefit of the doubt because he's a scientist or whatever of some sort, and we know that yeah, that was Gates in his them, wheels. Yeah, for sure. But that's not Gates. Gates is way more powerful than fucking Dude, when you're the richest man um, in the world, could ever be. When you're the richest guy. And not guy know that he got busted. The only thing I guess that Gates could need from Epstein would be uh, his availability to young girls. But I'd be very surprised that a guy as rich as uh, Gates would need somebody else to get that for him. Why loop somebody else into the whole thing when you can just or do it on your own? Or not know about his criminal... Or that too, yeah. Anyways. No, so, I would assume that those those billionaires must have known. Like, you got to know that yeah. someone you're intertwined with is like... The question is, did Pinker know, or was he just like... Uh, well, uh, he contends he did not, and the whole thing was greasy and left a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Then he leads into the death punch, UFOs. <laughs> he's, in, he's in... It is interesting on both sides. The one thing that I was like, kick this guy out of your studio, Joe, is like... Would you really want to uh, ask a fighter pilot about what is? <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> I don't. I well, don't the fact that he's going to Mick West as his main source of Which debunking Joe this right away. Well, because so it's bullshit. Mick West is useless. Like a totally, you cannot use him as a, his main mission is to debunk everything. So he's already going in with That's like, huh? He, he's That's a debunker. Slain. That's as it's the same as going in believing. And who everything. knows what he believes? It, it, you know what I mean? It could all be an act. Yeah, I, I just don't use Mick West. There are a lot of other ways to try and debunk he this. He doesn't need to use Mick West. It sounds like he did very little uh, research into this at all before he started talking about it. <laughs> well, the only thing is to Joe's defense, if all this release of information is solely to create a new thing of fear, to create a new Space Force, to now reallocate uh, funding for military that you, 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 we can't sell you Afghanistan anymore. Yeah. So now we got to sell Which you Simon said months ago. So don't say it's Joe's thing, but whatever. Yeah, no, go on. I'm saying Joe <laughs> stated in this. He must have heard you. No, he definitely, definitely doesn't listen to me. But Pinker is just like uh, talking about how things can be further away and moving fast. Like, Yes. Who the fuck are you? But what about the guy who saw it right in front of his face? Not like, qualified. That's not the person you ask about what you, you see. I know. That <laughs> yeah, was, that was, that was that's insane. Not a, that's Very not an area of expertise. Flex. You'd have to ask someone who wasn't there what that ask was. Ask an astronomer. That makes more <laughs> yeah, sense. Because they deal with the sky. Yeah. Ask someone. Um, I mean. Yeah, it was so frustrating, man. It was so frustrating. How can you take anything that guy says seriously when he's obviously so driven by data, data, whatever, that it clouds his judgment on everything else? The, the only thing he said just to for Diablo Avocado was that technology, and this goes for Bigfoot too, has drastically changed for the better. But yet the pictures are always... I mean, I've always contended, yeah. So blur, so sketchy, like... They always, it's always a UFO and not a, oh, that's that. That's a ship. That's, that's a Bigfoot. Yeah. That's the, that's the only thing he said. 
But he's an asshole. I think, <laughs> okay. I mean, sure. But yeah, I mean, I'm going to go back to what we talked about a little while ago. You meet Bigfoot in the woods. I just, your whole paradigm gets shifted. And I don't think you're thinking about taking a picture of anything. I think you're the same as if you're in a plane and... Well, I mean, maybe some of these guys do take pictures but if from you, their if planes. You, if you hold up your my phone and take a video, I have like what four K or ten eighty p. Like, you and if you're if there's a UFO way off, a kind of in the distance, you're gonna get nothing on your stupid little the phone. U, the UFO is, is a bit of a different matter because it's this. You're thing gonna get nothing on stuff. your phone, but um, there are uh, just cameras. Like, did you guys see the dissident? Mm. Remember, it's Fogel's uh, follow up with Khashoggi. Yeah. You haven't seen it yet? No. Oh, man. We'll talk about the post show. But they are able to put the whole thing together with just the CCTV. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you show them leaving here, going here, going here. And they're, the cameras aren't related, but like you see that city block, and then they're coming past that, and you're like, that's this is, what, this is a real footage. There's got to be a stationary camera that could catch. Because it's always the camera's moving with the objects moving. That's what I find the biggest. Well, I don't know about that, but as far as that UFO goes, like they had those things clogged. The thing that Favor Favor saw from like four different ships from an underground uh, fucking sub with a radar underground. Like I'm sure they have video that we're just not seeing. Is that not possible? You said not like, classified, not seeing. <laughs> yeah, it's it like it. We just assume that the government is giving us all the information because they gave us some information. It's true. Like you don't, you're when have they ever done skeptical. that before? And this idea of you not being able to get footage just because you have a cell phone, I think is crazy, especially when it comes to UFOs because they're up in the sky. Like try taking a picture of the moon on Fine, the brightest Simon, night. How about this though? Forget about yourself. Forget about your cell phone. There's millions of people with incredible cameras, incredible lenses, taking photos on the daily, nightly, everywhere around the world. Forget cell phones. You'd think one of those people with like a 50 megapixel camera and a super zoom lens and a steady hand that takes photos all the time. You think maybe one of them would have something a little, just a little bit more, right? Like, I mean, you got to be in the right place at the right time with that camera. But these people like, are always shooting. Like, but there's more cameras everywhere than there ever been before i would what do you want from me what are you looking for here you want, we're just like, looking for listen we we get it I, I agree with you it's okay they could be out there for sure but it just seems unlikely that in this day and age with the amount of cameras in everyone's pocket that there isn't at least how about this high definition shitty footage of something so like i get it it's tough to make out what it is in the distance but at least it's high def I don't know. I mean, if these things are coming from like outer space oh, or interdimensional, no. they're obviously able to not be seen. So when we do see them, it just <laughs> must be those rare occasions where they want it. So like, I just, I hope I see that we're not able to, I hope I see one and film it. And then I can be your Huckleberry. I can be your hero, baby. I mean, uh, I can nobody be will believe it anyways, Kamar. You know what I mean? The footage. Yeah, nobody will believe your footage. And maybe I'll be Like, the only way to prove Bigfoot at this point is to get a body. That's the only way. No, yeah. man. HD footage of a Bigfoot raping a horse nope. from, like, a trail cam is good be, enough for it me. It will not be good enough. Okay. For you, For you, maybe, but not for, like, 
the average Joe. You need a body. And for UFOs, you need a craft. Or I don't, I don't even know if Maybe that's good enough Bigfoot anymore. Maybe only Bigfoot can kill Bigfoot. And when you kill a Bigfoot, you eat it. There can only sure. be one. It's like the Highlander. Um, it's like the Highlander. <laughs> there can only be one. UFO abductions, I've never been a fan. It's just, and again, that circles back to eyewitness recounts. I mean, with all these things, you only need one of them to be true. You know what I mean? You don't need all of them to be true. Just need one of them to be true. But you have nothing if none of them are true. You have nothing if none of them are true. I don't think alien abductions decide. I don't think that's the best evidence of something like UFOs. I imagine like metals would be or, you know what I mean? For some reason, it hasn't happened a long time. Wow. Alien abductions or there's, stories there's, like there's, that. There's a, uh, like in the last ten years, there's one. There's like it can't have happened, but it's crazy that it happened. I mean, again, the problem is the media and what they choose to write. Like maybe there's a bunch of stories, and you just and who would come forward now if do you see the ridicule that people get? Like it's not like you're who would know if that exists. But hold on, though? that's Hegel actually hold on. Being a, that's a terrible example. People go viral being to be ridiculed all the time. Like people in this day and age, people are actually more likely to put something out there that makes them look fucking ridiculous than not. It's, it's too like, sacred to touch. Remember, Travis, <laughs> Travis Walton never said he got abducted. He was gone. It was other people who said he was abducted. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't until he came back and they asked him what his story was. And they're like, you got abducted. I got abducted. Your eyes, they do deceive you. I mean, listen, that's totally possible. Uh, totally possible. It's totally possible that the very first abduction story, the uh, Betty and Bernie Hill, was a giant CIA something or other, and every one of them after was people just, you know, copycat type scenarios. Like, I even think the Betty and Bernie Hill one, like, they found out that they had watched some, like, alien thing on tv so maybe that's where they got their hmm. ideas from who knows well exactly if it's uh i mean listen with ben, with benny and barney hill parallel thinking i don't think they were the ones hoaxing it because she had information about like star systems that there's no way she should have had so she either got that from the aliens and her story was real or she got that from the people who were hoaxing her the u.s government Probably, you know? That makes more sense. Uh, for an explanation. Like if she was... Someone who if does If she know was that. like put under LSD and then showed all these things mm -hmm. and, you know, you know, we want you to remember these th three facts and so we're going to show you them a thousand times while you're dosed up. I don't know how they did there. I think my other issue with him uh, being dismissive of conspiracy theories was using Pizzagate as the number one. Because I could see how someone could be like, oh, yeah, it's happening. And it got so severe that someone went down there. You know what I mean? But, but it's so crazy that this happens. That's this prime example was Pizzagate. I mean, again, I, w I didn't think it was so. <clears throat> this came up before they mentioned Epstein. So I was oh, like, no, he, he, exactly, he, but he what I'm saying is it, it wasn't as egregious. Like I was like, I can't believe he's, he's dismissing this while he's not going to mention Epstein. And then they brought Epstein up. So I was like, okay, this isn't as bad now, but. But that was the number one thing there. So you see, there was no thing. And if that guy, do you think if that guy doesn't bum rush the restaurant, people are still on their edge to see that this is going on in that place. Like he did a, 
favor, pulling a gun there and then see there's nothing to see here now. And I'm sure there's deep, deep people who still have an alternate ex explanation that, oh, that was the sign there, but this is actually Milwaukee, the one or whatever. But I just don't think that is the best conspiracy. Because this doesn't exist, most of the other ones don't. And Joe wasn't equipped with enough good conspiracies to push back on Stephen Wood. And that's where we, the frustration lies. <laughs> okay, so are we done with Pinker? Uh, he was against the opioid conspiracy, which we know. Happened. No. Yeah. They were like, we know these drugs are addictive. They toilet lied. It's like being against the cigarette conspiracy. You know what I mean? Like they weren't we, paying doctors to tell you cigarettes were good. There is they facts. They weren't paying doctors to tell you so what sh you sugar you was here? good. I know. Not, it just didn't, none of this jived with me, man. None of it. Our government has done some good things in uh, protecting the environment and car safety. I can agree with that. Without them, we would probably be just flying through windshields and. Be black skies. I mean, keep in mind, in our country, it makes the most sense for the government to step in where they can to keep us safe. Because it's well, because of free health care, right? Like you can't. It's a positive thing. I'm just saying, in the states, if you pay for your health care, you can have no seatbelts. Go nuts. But, but up you, here, it's like we all foot the bill for you not wearing a seatbelt. But car companies. So what's the rationale in the states to them making them wear seatbelts? Keep in mind, they were up in arms when they made seatbelts. No, laws. I want to know what's the like taking why, away freedoms. Why is there? <clears> I should be free to drive to wear, my car. Why is there people a lot are of flying through windshields? And they said less people will die if you just buckle up. It's the easiest thing. Yeah, I I did wear seatbelts for a long time, and so I it's obviously them. costing the the U.S. money somewhere when you die. I don't know. Yeah, of course. Well, otherwise, why do they give a fuck? Yeah, Kamara, my 20s, I almost never wore a seatbelt. Now I'm always... always really? Yeah, I don't know why. I just I've was like... I've always worn a seatbelt. I just always in my head was like, this ain't gonna... You know what it was? I remember seeing uh, an episode of Nitro Circus where they wanted to replicate Travis Pastrana flipping that rally car. And dude, they had a camera inside the car when this guy like... So they put an explosive under the car. So he cranks the wheel. And as it turns sideways, the explosive goes off and it... it it turns the car ass over tea kettle. He does, I think, eight full rotations or nine, and they have a shot in the car. It's so violent. If you're the spin, if you're not wearing a seatbelt, you're at there's. I, I think you have about a zero percent chance of surviving that. At least with a seatbelt. Well, well, no. What you want is a window to be open and to be thrown out of the <laughs> car. That happened to a friend of ours. Really? Two friends of ours. Who? One guy came through and he had a like a stick through his shoulder. What? Yeah, you don't remember that? No. But they flipped one of those uh, Cherokees like six times off the road. Fell asleep. Jesus. Wow. Really? And, and survived, yeah. Huh. Obviously, we're talking about it. KP. Cost uh, and Eddie. Oh, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, back in the day. So he said he wrote this book because mankind is better off if he knows what he is like. <coughs> What's with the gender here? <laughs> So unwell. I don't think he knows what he's like. Sixty-seven years old. When I saw that, I was like, "Ah, this is—he's in the twilight now. He's just this is just an old guy who's stuck on an old idea. Just an old fart." And and Joe has been propagating this crappy idea, like he did. Uh, what's his name? Elon Musk. No, and uh, he's in deep with Epstein to do everything he could do to paint a different picture of the 
People say things all the time. I don't there's know. No he data may, to prove he it. may or not may not be in with that. Like I'm willing to one. give him the benefit of the doubt on that one. Rate it, boys. Because he was a scientist, and that's who Epstein yeah, was going was targeting. After, yeah, scientist. Does that mean we that also know that Epstein he did, got him? I was like, just going to say we also know for a fact that he didn't get everyone. That was you know that was never going to well, be no, the you goal. You needed some of them to give you credibility, or maybe he tried with some and couldn't get them. But maybe he did get them. Who knows? We'll never know. I know? also have a feeling that at those rich person parties, well, just Lane, comes I have through. a feeling at those old person parties, rich people, it doesn't take a long time to figure out. Once the drinks start flowing, I'm sure it doesn't take you long to be like, we can get that guy. No fucking problem. Right. This guy, you know what I mean? Like if Steven Pinker's in the corner, twiddling his thumbs, talking to four guys and you walk over and the conversation they're having is much like one of his books. You're probably like, okay, this ain't our guy. You go over to Lawrence Krauss who has like a quadruple whiskey in his hand on like an intern's leg. You're like, this guy might come to the Island. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably why they have the parties in New York to see who's down to go to the Island. Yeah. So if you get to the island, chances are you've probably proved yourself to be down. Why would they waste the flight on you to the island? Of, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And they don't want to risk bringing anyone that's going to like Out not yeah. that's going to not partake, right? So you only yeah. that's I mean again, this is all assumption. No, total assumptions. I mean, did he go to the island? I don't know if they if he ever he said, said he, he did. never went to the island. He just was at function with them. I would never go there. He said. I think he's one of the people they have a record of taking like one flight with. One flight. So unless you yeah, assume, said unless why. you assume that the flights were just filled with like a harem of young, like no, underage. I don't. I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. I Even would, though they were called the little Lolita or whatever. I yeah. Do I still have a tough time believing that. But yeah. at this point, anything no, is I'm possible. I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt on the Epstein thing, but I will not. But on the aliens, his, you're not bending. Well, on anything else. Like he was so, it just seemed like he was using. Um, it was rigid this whole data shit as like a cop out. You said it best, Simon, no magic. Okay. We got to move on. This is, this is a four hour episode. So this done. is ridiculous. Done. Okay. I give it a be done. I give it a two. That's me being slightly generous. Yeah. I was horrendously frustrated by this episode. I'll give it a one. I'm with you, brother Simon. I give it a one as well. Okay. We have no agreement, but some low ratings across the board. Yeah. Really okay. Let's give this like next this guy episode. four and a half minutes and wrap this thing done up. Deal. Sorry, listeners, this guy. How did he get on? 1744, Derek. He doesn't even have a last name. Yeah, he doesn't have a last name or he just doesn't give his last name. No, Kamar couldn't find Check him on the, the internet. internet, bro. He's like Madonna. Yeah, his it's name just is just Derek. Derek. But second he started Generic talking, Derek. What I thought the first day, how would I describe this as best? He's a fucking snitch. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, under the, the, under the guise of health and wellness for people, you know what I mean? He, his lane is just calling people out. And like he says, well, you don't even call people out, but you suggest possibly, whereas they could be, as the aforementioned chemicals with the Delches. Like, this, this whole, he's a snitch. I never. <laughs> that you know was what, a Kamar? bunch of words. And then he just came back yeah, to with the a back, back to the statement. You know what I got to say, though, Kamar, is it's interesting because when I think about it, it's imagine you're like in a sport and someone not even in the sport is like, this guy's fucking cheating. You'd be like, bro, you're not, you're not even on the court. Like, get fucked. You know what I mean? Like, he's this the ultimate stitch, man. Like, and then uh, we find out uh, he's Canadian. 
was very disappointed. I thought for sure this guy was from Florida. <laughs> very disappointed. Late dates. <laughs> Am I wrong? What's the dates part? Is he eating dates? If you lift plates, no, if you, you lift plates, dates. you're going to get women. Oh, that's what plates yeah, and dates of is? of course. That's terrible. More plates, more dates. The that whole, shows you how to touch it. I am. I thought it was. It's more plates, more dates. Because body dates. dysmorphia exists, this episode happened. Because body, yeah. All these guys just get jet like it's just you can't see the improvement. Guys get implants. Jacked guys get implants. That's just crazy. Because the implant doesn't offer you an ounce of strength. It's just this is what I need to find the girl I love. Like it's it's body dysmorphia, right? I was go- looking at some of those. I went and looked at some like male bodybuilder. One guy they were talking about there. Yeah, it is so weird and gross. Like the it's very odd. It's a the, lot. Their backs and stuff, the muscles you can get in your back. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. And as he said, in, in doing this, you're slowly killing yourself. Like with the wear and tear of your body, even even if you don't do mm. steroids. Yeah. Like the extra weight, the joints, everything you put under, like it's 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 just self-destruct. It's body dysmorphia. Like it, it's, it's, it's a defect. And keep in mind, we're not I mean, saying I, I would understand if like you made millions and millions of dollars. You know what I mean? But I don't think that's the case. I think it's like professional arm wrestling. Like, I just don't think there's a ton of money in, like, the Mr. America pageant anymore. Well, guys, Mr. Universe. He or said whatever. arm wrestlers are doing steroids. My uh, my buddy who's uh, at the comic club has the best over-the-top joke. And you think that's not possible to do a movie that old? Over-the-top is great. But, no, his joke is better. A movie about arm wrestling? No, the movie Arm Wrestler, isn't that the one you're talking about? No, it's Over the Top. Oh, Over the Top, yeah. That Sylvester There's Sloan. a movie Arm Wrestler? No, it's oh, called Over the Top, yeah, about over, arm wrestling. Yeah, yeah. my friend. Has That's what I thought joke. he was talking about. Sorry, yeah. Uh, did Joe snitch on Tony in this? I think he said Tony's on steroids now, too. Yeah, he did. I love how Joe then was like, <laughs> I never had GHG gut. I just ate like a lot of pasta. It was a long night. It was it's, a night podcast. It's just a I'd eaten a ton of bread rest. and pasta. I had been. It, it's like Joe. It's okay, man. You're on GHG. Do you, brother? Um, Be happy. Who the fuck would like bring around their CPAP machine? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, if you need it to survive, I imagine you take it. With you don't you need it to survive. Go. I mean. Lots of people. Kamar's point is like you're not gonna have a one night stand and bring your CPAP machine. You're just gonna you're gonna wing it for one night. (laughs) When I stand, they find out story. I'm out of here. I don't think he was suggesting on one one night stands. No, that's exactly what it's suggesting. (laughs) Yeah, I believe that is what it's. Yeah, to the point that it's a real hassle. You know, when you're trying to pick up girls, like fuck. No, I think he said like a girl would know right away what your intentions were. I don't think he was saying like. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I didn't like this episode. Suggesting that you do that. Like it will never. No, suggesting that like if you're dating a girl, let's say at some point you got to bring your CPAP machine over to her house, and she's gonna know right away that you're expecting that you can sleep with her. But you got to bring it. You don't have a choice. You don't have. No, when a girl's like, "Do you want to meet up for coffee?" and you show up with your CPAP machine, she's like, "What's that?" You're like, "Oh, it's for when I stay over at your place." Why don't you just say it's my briefcase? And when she asks what's inside, you say, "Gold." So it's like it's a need to know basis. <laughs> so it's know? like going Man of mystery. Going for coffee and then pick up the tab, point your wallet and like a dildo and some lube and a condom falls yeah. out. That's oh, right. Geez. Yes. Yeah, oh, exactly. Um, exactly. Kamar, can you take those just put them off? I don't want to spill anything on He the makes thing it there. they're empty, but it, he makes an argument for the metaverse and that you could be exactly what you want to be. Yeah. Right? Without having to go without having to do the steroids, without having to do the crazy work, you can just 
good or bad, I think that's a reason why the metaverse will be adopted at some point. It's only bad though, because then like you could just work at yourself to be a better, to be the person you want to be. Yeah, but... But like instead, you're going to plug in and be a far worse person in the real world than you want to be because you're just plugged into this world where you're like, hey, look, look how easy this was. The journey uh, you go through to even attempt it is more valuable human experience than just getting to download. Of course. Unless there's problems you have to solve in the metaverse to to achieve levels or whatever that help the world. But bodies, there's a problem with people not being happy with themselves, clearly. Do you guys think um, Conor McGregor is done? No, have you seen no, him lately? The guy is he's so jacked. Well, no, it looks like he could destroy no, no. anybody. He, he looks like he wants oh, to run on, through a brick wall. I'll show you. Conor McGregor's in shape. Oh my God. Here. Is he ever? But has he has he fucked up his reputation? No, because no. he's going asshole. to destroy the next person he fights and eat their heart. You answer my question. He's not done. No, he's, I don't think he's done. I thought he was done until I saw these pictures, Kamar. That's Conor McGregor. No, it isn't. Look at the tattoos. No, it no, that's a fake. No, it's, it's not. Come on, it's he's not. Fat. He's not. He's just Kamar, fucking. Look how fucking jacked he is here. Wow, but, but his head looks big. Like this guy's. Yeah, about his head. They were, got they were huge. saying in that photo though. He's like that like one. He's puffing like, up his chest, but like uh, I'm gonna do some more research so he's not done. So um, big right now. Hooray! Hooray! The witch is dead. The wicked witch Cuomo got fired. How fucking scary he looks. I can't believe it. He looks like a Viking. I can't he believe looks, it. He looks like he's doing well. Uh, Cuomo got fired. Interesting. Well, when this was happening, he was suspended indefinitely, and now he's been fired. I always said he was a rap piece of shit, and now it's been Well, we said it right from the start where he made up that whole COVID thing coming out of the basement. Like He got away with it too long. What if he comes back, and now he's a right winger? I was just going to say, he's going to end up working for your guy's network. You think like, so? for sure. And you think it'll be bought? Trump for sure hires that guy. I think he the switches sides. Are, have been tarred and feathered, and they just have to go back to their holes and live a life not in the public. You know what I really don't right. care about? Go on. These guys, the Cuomos, you know what I mean? Like, I just, that's the part of, like, Well, no, but American they, they're telling you how it's got to be, and they're totally fucking shitty people. That's all politicians. Every single one. One's of a politician, one's a journalist. It's a double whammy of shittiness. Anyway, a double you, whammy. You know of what I'm saying? Like, that. like that's that's all of them. I think the government should butt out, and if you want to marry someone to get them citizenship, if they want to go through that process, then let it. Do you think that's a big deal? Where's the fucking jumping a fence and running across the border? Um, I mean, you don't want people abusing it, where they're just like every year marrying someone. You know. Have you ever seen it happen? No, probably like in not. real life. I worked at a restaurant and uh, this super hot chick was married to this fucking crazy like Brazilian surfer dude. You know what I mean? And the second it got, he was out. But a crazy hot chick did that? Why would she have to do that? Because he was a sexy Brazilian She was a Canadian. Surfer. He was a Brazilian. He wanted Canadian citizenship. Yeah. So they married. We're going to be together forever. And then like, she was devastated. He, just, uh, oh, he oh, bounced oh, gotcha. once, once it, he cleared the I thing. thought they had an arrangement, but I was like, yeah, I see what you're no, saying. No, she, she, he took her. Yeah, I understand. The, the arrangement's probably cooler, but it's still hard to do. But. <laughs> the arrangement's probably cooler. Well, they definitely, like, check that stuff in the States anyways. Oh, yeah. I know you have, like, a person who comes over to they make do sure not that you're really married. And actually, I know they do that in Canada, too, because uh, yeah. I had a friend 
who was like had a boyfriend who was trying to get in or something. There's a joke that they're like, yeah, we want to be married. Let's go in the room. We're going to watch you fuck. Yeah, they don't love. They don't do that. Obviously not. Um, Joe has a foot fetish. We knew that. Did we know? Yeah, Joe said he had a thing in his like 20s where he liked getting jerked off by feet. I have been listening for years. Um, Then he outed some uh, movie stars. He said Chris Hemsworth and Thor. I don't think we have to do another movie game. No. Um, But have you guys seen Warrior? No. You haven't seen Warrior? Are we talking about Warriors, Warrior, the 1980s? No, Warriors, uh, Tom Hardy, and it's about UFC fighting. Yeah, I've seen, seen it? it, yeah. Brian Callum plays Brian Callum. Shut That's up. always a sign of a bad actor, right? Eh? Oh, my God. But they have to be themselves in the thing. I don't remember that. Brian Callum plays Brian Callum. I Very disappointed. Re- I don't remember. Tony Danza is always Tony Danza, whatever he does. That's hilarious. But Tom Hardy is on all the steroids, to quote Brenda Shop and Warrior. We watch it. It's on Netflix. I saw. Uh, He's my Timothy Olyphant. Tom Hardy. I saw Venom two. Terrible. What a stinker. He looked good. Eh? <laughs> I can't believe he does that movie. Like, here's this guy who could like no, he's got name his price on any movie, and he does these fucking crap shits. Everyone's. You have to do a superhero movie to to be anything. Aspire to uh, this superstar actor. That's the role he got. Right out. All right. That's it. My, I, I love him. Um, Joe wants to fuck the shit out of Adele. Uh, money is the most attractive quality a man can have. Would you fuck Adele? Yeah, yeah. Both Adele's. But um, uh, forget all this. Success and achievement is all you need to do if you're a man, right? Yeah. That's the most. Yeah. Yeah. And, and everyone's happy if you're rich. So fuck all this bodybuilding stuff. Um. Yeah, this, uh, this is stupid. This was stupid episode. This guy had nothing to offer. He's just a snitch. <laughs> shit home country. Oh, at the very end, Joe called our country a shitty country. Canada. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's probably right. But he's How are we a shitty country? Canadians. How are we a shitty country? Because there are crazy lockdowns. Oh, whatever. Fuck. We, we take care of our own people. We have free medicine. Well, I don't know. That's something. I mean, to me, that's like Listen, the most I don't think important it's, thing. I don't think it's a shit country. We're obviously not the greatest, but... We yeah. don't have... We're not allowed guns. I mean, that's a problem, I guess, if you're Joe. You can have guns. No, not really. There's someone out here who's interested. What guns do you think you can have? Uh, you just can't have guns like in the States, but you can go You can't get... hunt with like any good type of gun. Oh, you know this from all your hunting experience? I know that you can't buy a fucking good gun. What's a good gun? Like a semi-automatic. Can't take down. So you, hey, bring this a signal, boys. Elephants. Slow down here. Slow down. Any elephant guns or can't hunt You want to like buy an elephant bears. gun? Okay. The okay. only way this episode, this, the, only way, <laughs> the only way this episode works out is if they had brought up Ben Johnson and said they're all cheating. No, he should this, get his gold medal this, back. This episode can never work out because it's too fucking boring. Derek. This is worse than the hunters. This is just the worst. Yeah, this was a really shitty episode. We have an agreement. Rated boys. Uh, I give it a one. I give it a none. A zero. Wow. I mean, we do say we rate it on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernon, so. Well, it's a default one, but uh, hyperbole, it's a zero. <laughs> Hillary Clinton drinks baby blood. Fair. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm with Kamar, I think. Okay. Okay, well, there I you mean, have it. A point five. 
And nothing against this guy. I'm sure he's a really nice dude, but like, I just couldn't have been more nonplussed on this episode. Yeah, just not feeling it at all, huh? This podcast made me wish we were successful. So that we did the podcast based on the episode would come out and listeners would choose one. Oh, I see. One episode we review. Wouldn't that be nice? But then it'd be such a short fucking podcast. Yeah, man. Oh, that's what you're looking for. Just <laughs> Time quick, is on my quick side. Quick day's work. Gotcha. All right. Well, that was an episode. If you made it this far, sweet Jesus. What a long, drawn I thought this was going to be an hour podcast. Ugh. I knew this one was going to be fucking long. I knew Simon's. We had to, we had to stroke Simon's erection because he never gets his way lately. You know what? I didn't make this long. I'm not saying you Kamara did. made it long. Okay. Well, either way. But this has brought you back to Joe a bit. Well, I'm happy that he had an ancient civs guy on. It shows that he's not totally dead from the neck up. Last couple of weeks, you've been throwing your hands there and disappointed. Well, I mean, like, but then the rest of the week is like. He does not disappoint. It really was a shit sandwich. No, the opposite of a. Uh, no, shit bread with good meat. It's a good good meat sandwich. Still good meat shit sandwich. Shit sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no matter how you look at it, it's still a, it's shit, still a sandwich. shit sandwich. It doesn't yeah. matter where the yeah, shit there's, was. There's shit somewhere in the sandwich. It, Kamara, that's a really good point because it don't matter where the shit is. It's infected the sandwich. Oh, yeah, shit sandwich. Yeah, yeah, you don't want it anywhere near the sandwich. Okay, well, thank you so much to um, The Long Game with LZ and Leitch for sponsoring the show. Also, as usual, thank you so much to BetterHelp. Uh, don't forget to go to betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E for uh, 10% off your first month. Um, and as usual, if you want to follow us on any socials, we have an Instagram and a Twitter. They're at JREE Podcast. We're fucking terrible at all that. Kamar, there's no camera. What are you looking at? At Kamar Babar. <laughs> uh, you can follow Kamar on Instagram, at Kamar Babar. Um, there's, a, there's a subreddit. It's r slash JREE Podcast if you want to join the conversation. And of course, um, what else? What am I missing? Oh, the Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash JREE podcast. If you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. For that $5, you'll get uh, the post show. It's the show after show we shoot the shit. And uh, you'll get old and maybe future episodes of This Won't Age Well, the show where you listen to old episodes of Joe and do the same fucking bullshit we do here. And of course, uh, merch. If you want to buy merch, you got to get your orders in now if you want that Christmas shit. Go to wearenotjoerogan.com. Get yourself a fucking hoodie, sweet champion shirt. Um, it would help us out greatly as well. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. We love the shit out of you. Again, thank you to The Long Game with Elsie and Leitch and BetterHelp for sponsoring us. We love them. We love you guys. Uh, we hope you have a great week. Enjoy your weekend. If you're in Vegas, find me this week, baby. Simon? Keep your mind open. Go Lions!